Google Five, a phone. Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of BombCast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with a special episode here for you guys tonight. Fajardi wasn't able to make it, so we have the legend himself, Sam Scorpiolo, filling in for him. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, and I'm also here to tell you that in your tweet, you've linked the wrong live stream. I've linked the wrong live stream. That is a great <laughs> correction. Let me quickly fix that. Well, without you, Sam, I don't know what I'd do, man. <laughs> Completely dropped the ball on an easy tweet. What a great start. Anyway, chat. I know last episode, well, last week I should say there wasn't an episode because unfortunately there was a tornado warning in Chicago last week. The weather was horrendous and internet definitely would not work for a stream. So I said, you know what, let me push episode 14 back a week and majority couldn't make it tonight. So I'm like, let's not miss another week of the podcast. People forget about us. So we are here tonight with Legend himself, Sam. So we actually have quite a few topics to go through from, I would say, a roundup of news for the past two weeks. So... First off, though, how you doing, Sam? How are you feeling? How's the I'm summer treating you? The summer is very nice. For Scotland, we've had some pretty damn good weather. Lucky you. It's lucky dark you. here. No, uh, <laughs> no tornado warnings or floods <laughs> out there. I don't think we get them very often. I and mean, we get the flood thing. We get the flood right. thing often. Right. <laughs> we get that in summer. Yeah, Chicago just wasn't having it last week with the weather. It's super unfortunate. But hopefully everybody's having a great... Friday evening chat. I do have a new intro for my channel for my main general videos. A nice blue enhanced intro that you guys should be seeing in tonight's video. Hopefully you guys do like that. But starting off with our first topic of the night, let's talk about Season 4 Reloaded and the DLC 3 perk tease. So earlier today, we got a shocking reveal of Mule Kick being the new perk over in Milder Toten. And I do want to say out of the three perks that leaked out, we have Double Tap, Mule Kick and PhD. I expect the Mule Kick to drop last. Double Tap just seemed like a good fit for this new update because of the fact they buffed high rounds recently, made zombies harder, the health cap is different. I mean, first off, Sam, <laughs> Mule Kick of all perks. What do you think about that being our next I'm, upgradable perk I, here? I'm, I mean, it was if it was going to come at one point or another, we might as well get it over and done with. Um, but... <laughs> Fuck, it's, it's not ideal. They really just kicked us off with the two worst ones, to be honest. We've got Tombstone, then Mule Kick. Yeah. They've saved uh, Double Tap and PhD for the end, which I guess could be smart. A bunch of people will probably come back for it, but I I, I mean, it's not a good park, and Tombstone was kind of <laughs> shit too, so this isn't, this isn't really a good follow-up. I mean, take Fajardi's quote, right? I don't plan on dying, so why would I buy Tombstone? And I'm like, dude, it's funny when he says that, but me personally, I, I can't think of when I've used Tombstone and felt like... It was worth the points spent on the perk itself. So that's one thing, right? You, you know, <laughs> we could boast about not going down on Tombstone, but <laughs> you look at Mule Kick, and I'm like, wait a second, right? In a game of Cold War Zombies, it already feels like it takes so long to, I mean, not that long, but it feels like it takes a minute to max pack a punch it for like, what, 30,000, 40,000 points, and then upgrade the rarity of it, which takes a lot of salvage or ether tools. And doing that twice is a bit of a hassle unless you're going for high rounds with two weapons. But then three, I'm like, wait a second. Does that really fit Cold War? I mean, I, mean I, I only use like one gun and if I get one, a wonder weapon. Uh, so I think it's kind of pointless. I mean, I don't even buy Tombstone, to be honest with you. I actually think in a lot of cases you're better off not having it. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't actually see how it helps you in a game where you can get infinite self-revives. It seems pointless. It, yeah. I don't actually get in what scenario it's better than that. 
but um right it, it's a i honestly even in a game with no park limits i don't buy it which says something and even with a game like cold war right it plays differently from other black ops zombies iterations in cold war right. i don't see myself hitting the box at all i, I really don't i mean you spawn yeah. with the weapon you want to use max upgrade it go for the wonder mm-hmm. weapon and then that's your two weapons right there so mm-hmm. mule kick we'll see how it goes but you made a good point earlier off stream tier five could be bandolier bandit tier five could be rick toffin's end game reward from black ops 2 where you can hold four weapons i mean again you go to four let's say that's a possibility right what are you gonna do with four weapons in cold war unless you're going for high rounds maybe that's I useful feel, but <laughs> with with four with four you're gonna end up skipping past the gun you want and going too far and then taking fucking ages to get back to the gun you want yeah and by that point you've probably gone down i feel like it's gonna right. get killed in a lot of situations All right i know for sure high rounders and other players out there were like you know what meal kicks needed meal kicks needed so i think for those players that really want it it's great that it's coming but I think Rizzo and somebody else on Twitter today made a good point that double tap really isn't that needed because of specific numbers and how things are scaled. I'll pull that up real quickly just so I can reference that. I I do know for a fact because the health cap has changed, high rounds got harder, double tap would, I think, make all the difference. But what if the rumor is true that we get tier six and seven upgrades in Cold War, then would double tap be needed after that? How much more powerful can you be? I guess is what I'm saying, right? (laughs) I feel like like double tap is going to... I think it's just going to take the name. I don't think it's going to be the same thing at all. Right. Um, it might be more like the original version. And I, I found the tweet as well. Let me uh, window capture this real quick. So Rizzo went ahead and said, if you crunch the numbers and as long as DLC 3 health values cap around 60, 70K, double tap 2 is completely unnecessary in Cold War. Most weapons already have a 4.6 times headshot multiplier and every weapon became immensely powerful after maxing its upgrades out in match. So, good point there. I'm glad you brought up some numbers there. So, yeah, that could mean that when Double Tap does drop, like you said, it could be a drastically different perk, not exactly the Double Tap that we're all expecting. But, you know, there's even a possibility plans may have changed. There were leaked perk jingles for Double Tap, Mule Kick, PhD. What if they changed it? Or what if Mule Kick Tier 4 is Double Tap? I mean, it'd be random, but what if that's the possi- what's the po- what if that's the possibility that they've changed how Double Tap gets incorporated into a tier upgrade instead? I mean, anything's on the table, I think, at this I mean, point. Yeah. The game is balanced without it, and every right. weapon already you can already use any weapon in the game to a, an infinite round, right? Fair. So I don't I don't see where it comes into play. Surely it just makes it quite easy. Um, if it works how it has done in the past, particularly with upgrades, right? I don't really know what you, I don't really know what you add to it. I feel like maybe if they focused on like the fire rate ability, that could be balanced. Fair. Fair. Um. I, d- I don't really know what other abilities you add to it, though. Yeah, I, I just know for, like, Mule Kick specifically, the tier upgrade possibilities were, like, Bandolier Bandit, maybe Vulture Aid of sorts, but you could already get so much ammo in this game, you could just buy it. <laughs> so it's like, do you, do you even need Vulture Aid in a game like Cold War? So that's why it's like, you know, we're just questioning the inclusion of Mule Kick, but gameplay-wise, at least, we've gotten plenty of gameplay teasers over the past week for Modern Toten, and it was confirmed in a Treyarch Instagram post that Season 4 Reloaded is the release date for this map. So that kind of debunks any possibilities or rumors that I certainly was leaning towards. That maybe the map gets done early and they drop it before Season 4 Reloaded. But no, the, the updates are bundled together. Zombies map and then Reloaded for the rest of the game. But if you look at what's left for Reloaded, I mean, I'm sure some surprises are on the way. But we definitely have Russian multiplayer, the new Onslaught mode. And what am I missing in multiplayer? I think that's actually it. For multiplayer let me pull up the roadmap i can't even remember at this point what is left I, th- I feel like we're almost out of content for for reloaded but i i will pull up some reference here just to make sure let's see season four. Roadmap, send me it. 
Send me it over, can you? I don't actually know, but I've seen it. Yeah, so let me send this to you in a sec. Ah, uh, it's looking like, is there a modded multiplayer coming? I can't even read this. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, let's see what we got here. Okay, I just pulled up a window capture. Here we go. I will send you this link in a sec. So it's looking like just rush for 6v6, capture the flag as an LTM, modder token, of course, mm -hmm. and Weaver as an operator. I guess that's it. That's that's it. Payload and Warzone. I mean, I, I definitely would expect a couple of other bonuses in Season 4 Reloaded, but considering Season 5 and 6 might be a bit shorter than other seasons in the past, they might just limit what gets released You know, on July 15th or 22nd. Uh, those what are did, the uh, what? What did Warzone get this season? Has it had much? Satellite crash sites and Verdansk Resurgence Mini, hijacked Gulag, dirt bike vehicle, Red Door fast travel, and maybe some other small <laughs> tweaks. Nothing too crazy. It's nothing right. too crazy. Yeah, I think. Right. I mean, I wasn't really expecting much. They dropped a whole map last month. Right, and I think I think well, Warzone got the least this season compared to the other modes, which I think is totally fine. Let me send you this link. I think I mean, Verdansk got the least. Right. Yeah, it got it got a map plus season. So that's right. I I can't even complain though. It's like you know what, man. It, you know, I, every season will probably see something different for each mode. I think season four might bring us the most to zombies that we've seen. You know, uh, at least right now, Operation Excision, Modern Totin, uh, Zoo. The region just dropped. I, I wanted to ask you though. We haven't talked about this yet. The Zoo region. I don't know if you know this. Was confirmed to be exclusive to Outbreak. It's not coming to multiplayer. What do you think about that? <laughs> Does that make any sense? What? I, well, you've made it. Why? Well, I, I will tell you why. Maybe something changed, but remember in season two, Treyarch had a sit-down interview with a bunch of content creators, and they confirmed to these content creators there will be non-fire team regions coming to Outbreak. So, what do we think of first? Maybe Green Run, something unique, something original. I think they were just talking about Zoo from the Euro Mountains, but just okay. not bringing it to multiplayer. And shockingly, Zoo's, Zoo's one of the bigger regions. It's huge. I don't know if you yeah. played it yet, but it's huge. I've, I've played it. Yeah, I I don't read. Why? Yeah, I've made it. And it I, seems just like a waste. So somebody brought brought this to my attention in, in a recent video. They were like, "Look, there's already dark ether filters for all the regions, right? When you go into that holdout objective, why not just add like a night version of Zoo to multiplayer to differentiate it from Zoo and Outbreak? You have Sanatorium Night, you have Sanatorium Day and multiplayer. I mean, I, I hope they do that because Zoo is such a great region that I would hate to see." Not added to Fire Team, Dirty Bomb, Elimination, Satlink. Um, but anything could change at this point. You know, you never know what their plan is in the future. Zoo is just great. I just, I love the region. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely cool. I guess maybe it, it kind of look, makes Outbreak look a bit more special. It makes it, <laughs> it, it makes it look like it's not just them ripping stuff from multiplayer and dumping it into. Right, even though you know Zeus from the Euro Mountains anyway, it was made yeah. for Battle Royale and multiplayer. It's like, okay, whatever. Uh, there's that. And you know what, Chad? It looks like Season 4 Reloaded isn't going to bring us Days of Summer or Games of Summer. I'm wearing my uh, summer summer shirt today. I'm all ready for Days of Summer. So that leaked out a couple, I think like a good two months ago, Games of Summer. It happened in Modern Warfare during Season 5 Reloaded, August 22nd of last year. So it's looking like Season 5 might be a packed season. It's going to have... What we'll talk about later is the Vanguard reveal in Warzone and even Games of Summer for Black Ops Cold War. So there's a lot still on the way, event-wise, for Call of Duty and Warzone this summer. So I would say by August we'll be getting stuff like that. But Activision has changed their approach 100% with how they market a new Call of Duty incorporated in Warzone. There is a gameplay blog post on the way. So if we don't get that this week, then I think July 15th is the 
more likely release date for Modern Toe. And July 15th to 22nd make the most sense to me. So I'll have to wait and see. But as a quick heads up as well, I didn't uh, plan on streaming for 4th of July, which is this Sunday. So I ended up streaming this past Wednesday. So about two days ago, we ended up unlocking Dark Ether Camo finally, live in Zombies, and completed all four main quests in Black Ops Cold War. A bit of a preparation for Modern Toe, in which I was planning on doing anyway, but I figured we'd get that out the way this week instead of waiting until next week. So hopefully you enjoyed that gameplay stream. It was a ton of fun. And, uh, yeah, aside from Season 4 Reloaded, I mean, Sam, what are you expecting in terms of uh, Modern Toe and marketing? Do you expect an intro cutscene, or are they just done with that that tradition altogether? What do you think about that? I mean, it doesn't... Five PC doesn't make it look good. I feel like it's going to be a thing where <laughs> an app either gets an intro or an outro. Um, I don't think we're going to get both. They clearly put a lot into the... I mean, I say they put a lot, they look like shit, but they put a lot of work into the cutscenes for Outbreak. Right, right. So, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if we do get one, it's not going to look like the D-Machina one. It's going to look like... That was like campaign-level CGI. D-Machina was that that beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's, if it gets anything, it's going to look like the ones from uh, from the outros. But Yeah, I, I will I mean, pull this up from my vid last something. night. I brought this up in a vid last night. I was like, did you know Firebase Z technically did have an intro? Just a very different one from what we're accustomed to. I'll pull it up on screen real quick. Uh, the Firebase Z reveal trailer, if you, don't, if you don't remember, had some weird cinematic shots in it of Samantha breaching the village, mm -hmm. Ravenoff talking. So there were intro cutscene mm -hmm. elements in that reveal trailer that I think we might see again from Outer Totten's reveal trailer since... Some of the Intel trailer dropped this past week had like our first look at Vogel at the character model X Y Z. We might get something like that in the Modern Totten reveal, like maybe a flashback cinematic in the trailer, just a couple of seconds, and you know some dialogue. Weaver and Ravenoff were talking in the dialogue uh, or in the intro cutscene, so to speak, for Firebase East trailer. So we might get something like it, but as like you said, they might just save that budget for mid-game and ending Easter egg cuts, which I prefer anyway. I mean. Intro cutscenes back in the day, you just um, skip them every time or watch them once. <laughs> I, th I I think there's going to be another in-game cutscene. I think Weaver might be in it this time because I think oh. the fact I think the fact that they've made made him an operator. I think that's because they've now got a model for him. Right. Um, and now now that they've done that, they can they can chuck him into the the map itself to use him in the cutscene. Um, I would hope to see that. that that'd be fantastic. Because Presu presumably he's not going to be happy with the fact they've just knocked down his helicopter and yeah. taken <laughs> his did. team. I mean, what I was questioning was who the hell's the director? Because Kravchenko takes over Requiem and where's the where's the backup? They have no other strike teams to help out. Mm -hmm. I mean, the director just let it happen. I'm like, what's going on here? So the story's getting really juicy. And uh, like, it's just the entire organization, just this small group of there's like people. four guys. Like, oh yeah, they got taken. Our, our team's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> whatever so, but perko who's in chat right now i believe made the greatest point that i put up in a, in a video yesterday i actually put a tweet in the video it was like the cold war theme is directly adapted in the dark ether storyline because you notice how in the real cold war in real life neither the u.s or russia went at it full-scale war right and, you know it's, it's fictional in call of duty of course you know we see that in game but mm -hmm. in real life it never really you know led to an actual sure. war yeah. But look at how Requiem and Omega are. It's kind of the same thing. They're on, the same, they're on the same. They're on different sides of the same coin. Never really going at it that much, but you can still get like, that that, that whole like, race to. Can, yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're they're in they're in competition technologically. In, yeah, in, in competition, group. and now we have to kind of put aside our differences to deal with Valentina, the accursed one, mm -hmm. Dark Ether breakout on Berlin. There's so much going on. So I love that that 
that theme they're going with, right? Craig Houston has said, all right, thematically, how do we adopt a Cold War era story into zombies? And that's what they're doing. So big fan of that. You know, Craig Houston's the go, obviously. So I'm, I'm not surprised that they found a way to make that work. Um, and yeah, chat, yeah, thank God Nightbot's working tonight. I just put him in chat real quick. I am in talks with a good deal for Gamer Advantage. We're looking forward to uh, promoting them more in some future live streams and videos. So got some really cool stuff in the way chat, lots of interesting deals and partnerships this summer. So hopefully you're excited for that as much as I am. Um, the next thing I wanted to go over aside from season four reloaded is some sad news about both the CDL and ZWC. So people might misinterpret this. People might look at this as like a bash and it's not what it is, right? First off ZWC. Uh, I think it's great that the community has come together for things like that. They've invested in these venues and these events, putting together these interesting little uh, competitions. It looked like it was fun for people out there that went out. I mean, because of COVID, you know, things are a bit iffy with going out to Vegas and whatnot. Even though things are open, it's still, you know, not exactly back to normal. So there's that. But for the people that went, it looked like a lot of fun. And I'm glad that people enjoyed that. But one thing I, I want to point out is I think people overestimate exactly what the audience looks like for the competitive scene. And this goes to CDL as well. And I want to say the viewership for both CDL and ZWC just weren't that big. And it doesn't come to a surprise to me, but I think to some of the people out there, they may have thought that both these communities were bigger than they actually are. So first, ZWC, right? It's obviously one of the only zombies events put together, right? In a big venue like that. But I want to say the viewership wasn't there that much the whole weekend. And the reason I bring this up at all is because I, I think people out there that look at, you know, the zombies community as this massive thing. Sure, I think it was maybe a bit bigger during Black Ops 3. You know, that energy was a bit different. But, you know, the casual community has really taken over. I would say the hardcores are what care about ZWC and competitive aspect of it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh that's one thing I definitely think because I think you will know Cod has this impression right now that it's the biggest franchise in the world and it's yeah. huge. And I think the casual community is bigger than it's ever been. Right. I honestly believe it's bigger than it even was in the Black Ops 2 days because 100%. of Warzone. All because of Warzone. But, yeah, go ahead. But I think the big distinction between then and now is the hardcore community, I think, is gone. I Yeah, I think that that's, that's an interesting segue to what I was saying. It's like, look, the hardcore community, in my opinion is getting smaller and smaller each year. And I'm not sure if it's because Outbreak's inclusion has turned people off from round-based and whatnot, or a lack of round-based maps in the game. I don't know which one it could be, but you look at ZWC, for example, it, it felt like an event put together for a very specific group of people. And that's fine. I have nothing against that. I think that's awesome that people had fun and you know they competed, won money. But you look at the audience that was there, and it looks like it's even smaller than ZWC2 or ZWC1. That, that, that was my impression of it. I th I, th I think the entire audience that that event appealed to, to be honest, was there. Yeah, and the winner of the so, event wasn't even there. It, it, it was remote. The winner of the event was remote. He wasn't even in I Vegas. Yeah, what is his name? I, I forgot his name. It is Gannon Gannon Snipes. I hope I said that right. Uh, they they weren't there. I, I think so, anyone who had anyone who had the interest in it was either participating in it or there, there. right, or involved in it in some and way. And people might take it the wrong way, and it's like an audience. Yeah, and people might take it the wrong way, but I, I, I love when community comes together. My favorite part of doing YouTube full-time is community. I love seeing people come together. I love the interaction, the collaboration, the networking. I love the you know the friendly competition. I love that. The prize pools are cool, but it's like you said, it, people that are interested were either there or competing. The audience was like, 
wait, you know, where's everybody at? You know, that's kind of what I was looking at. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe there won't be a Z, ZWC4. I, I don't know. People were asking for my thoughts on this recently. I'm like, I'll save it for the podcast. Maybe there won't be a ZWC4. Was the audience there to justify it? Or do sponsors kind of dictate if one's going to happen or not? If a sponsor comes in and says, hey, I'll, I'll invest in your, your prize pool, your venue, maybe then one will happen. But uh, another big point to, to add to this is the CDL. So I don't know if you're aware, but somebody brought this to my attention recently. And it's one of these two numbers. It's either 60 mil or 160 mil is what YouTube paid for CDL exclusivity on YouTube. Oh. It's, it's either 60 mil or 160 mil. Off. One of the two. Right. It's one of the two, right? I'm like millions of dollars. I mean, either way, it's pennies for YouTube. Who cares, right? YouTube makes a billion a year or more, whatever the hell it is. Millions of dollars were paid to ensure that CDL doesn't go to Twitch. But there's already the, was the Twitch Rivals that's on Twitch anyway for Warzone? Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a gray area there where there is competitive Call of Duty on Twitch, but not the full mm-hmm. CDL multiplayer experience. Um, YouTube paid that how, much. How, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Before how does it feel to know you? How does it feel to know you've got more than a quarter of the viewers uh, CDL got <laughs> right now? And, and no, and it's like, <laughs> and, and you look at that, and I'm like, do you blame the game? Do you blame the community, or is it just the casual base is taking over to where the hardcores are like, I don't want to watch sweats. I play sweats every day with skill based matchmaking. You know, is that is that what's going on? It's like it was wh- painful seeing that stream come up on my homepage and the fact it only had like 600 viewers on like the final and professional tournament. And that bad. that's not all, man. I'll tell you what, right? I don't know. I mean, you probably know this already. YouTube or let me let me let me backtrack. Activision has invested in the biggest content creators they can to promote CDL. And, and I don't know mm-hmm. if you notice, you know, you'll see random content creators posting like CDL videos. It's not even a part of their content at all, but they'll post random CDL videos. The videos don't perform that great because that's not what their audience is subscribed for. Mm-hmm. So you'll see this and I'm like, Activision almost seems like they're like, all right, YouTube invested this much in CDL. The viewer base is dwindling. How do we boost that? Let's just have content creators co-stream it, promote it. Is that working? I wouldn't really say it is, but yeah, go ahead. They overhauled it last year, didn't they? With Modern Warfare, they did like a franchising of, franchising of everything. Yeah, right. This is a whole overhaul and... That's not paying off. It was doing well, even better in Black Ops 4 than it is that, That's why I'm sad. Is because I went to Black Ops 4 Anaheim not knowing it was the last event like that for Call of Duty Esports. Now it's much different. It's franchising. The teams are different. The venues are different. It, it, it's a different scene now. And I guess you could say other games were doing it. So Activision's like, hey, we got to hop on board with this franchising. Let's do it. I think 100 Thieves backed out of Modern Warfare competitive and and just entered with cold war so the competitive scene is different but is it working viewer wise i don't know i really don't know i don't actually know that competitive gaming in general is doing that good at the moment because i think fortnite dropped off a bit as well in its pro scene um yeah i think the the entire esports thing doesn't seem like it's where it was a year or two ago i don't know if that's something that can be recovered or if the interest just isn't there and another great point by fat albert in chat we love you fat albert i know you're in a lot of my videos appreciate you stopping by he mentioned how people just joined some of these competitive streams for the free rewards mm-hmm. because there's like you get free emotes oh, and charms yeah. and shit and i'm mm-hmm. like you know you know the people there are probably there for the emote it's almost like clickbait <laughs> for the sake of getting some traction for the event and i'm like you shouldn't have to 
bribe an audience to watch that? You know what I, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to do you remember, call do, shots. Do you, but, remember when, do you remember when they had to give away like a free knife or something to get people to watch some big competitive event? Yeah, it was, was like, it Modern Warfare or Cold War? Something like that. And half and, the people never even got it. Half the people never even got it. Yeah, like it bugged out or something. And you remind me of a tweet mm-hmm. that I saw. I think it's a tweet from Chopper or it might have been uh, Ocean Opeasy in Carnage. Somebody put out a tweet recently that it was it was incredibly accurate. They said, I'm not a they said, and I quote, I'm not a fan of those giveaways because it creates false growth, especially for their channels, right? If they're co-streaming an event and they say, Hey, we're giving away blah 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 in the chat, you know, for, it goes for any giveaway. People might not be there for you, nor will they subscribe for you. They're there for the rewards. So it's like, is that really worth it in the end for like, you know, some false growth for the day and then they don't come back for your actual next stream without a sponsor? You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of silly. It's like it's, it's like these people who restream these big events and stuff and gain a shit ton of subs off it. Yeah. It's, and then and then it doesn't help them or anything because that's all it is. It's false growth. It makes right. it look like you're broke. And yeah. that actually within the within like the YouTube algorithms and stuff, that hurts you. It hurts you. It means you're getting it, less. It means you're getting less percentage of your subs, which is a big part of the right. YouTube algorithm. Like what percentage of your subs is watching your stuff is a big part of how how the algorithm right. pushes you. And, and on top of that, it's like um, if your audience subbed from a certain category, let's say you streamed an illegal boxing match, for example, and you just gained like 30K subs, the category is not gaming for that stream. So when you do a gameplay stream later on, it's like you said, the audience is not going to be there. YouTube's going to say, hey, this is not the content your audience subbed for. Let's just not push it in recommended. Mm-hmm. So... That's one thing. It won't even send out notifications. It won't even send out notifications. And then somebody in chat pointed out zombies channels being asked to promote CDL. So is that a nut? Because I think Activision already attempted with general Call of Duty channels, right? They post regular news, multiplayer, Warzone. They tried with them to promote CDL. Let's say, let's just say it didn't work. Then they went to the zombie scene and I'm like, the zombie scene already isn't in the best state content-wise on YouTube. So to ask them to then promote CDL is, you know... Nothing against them trying it, but I, I, I just kind of questioned that approach to trying to branch out a little bit. You know what I mean? It, it was it was kind of off. I, I mean, what do you think about that? Zombies channels promoting CDL. It's like, yeah. huh? I mean, yeah, because Zombies isn't where it was. Like, um, with um, CWC, right? I could be wrong, but didn't they not have quite a lot of the biggest creators this time around? They didn't. No, they didn't. I think they showed up as, like, guests, but they weren't competing ne- or promoting ne- it. You ne- know what I mean? Neither, neither, da- neither Dalek or Noah. I could be wrong. No, I think it was or there no. with his wife and they were hanging out with JC and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They were hanging out, but I don't think Dalek had he any part. Involved. He wasn't involved. Yeah. And, and it's one thing too, you know, like Tim Hansen, for example, in, in Mitts, he doesn't play competitive zombies, doesn't care about the, the, mm-hmm. the competition of it, but was there to promote it. I think he got paid even a cut to straight. I was also confused about this, right? I don't know how people feel about this in chat. There was a pay-per-view deal for ZWC. I don't I don't understand this, right? There was a deal they made with another platform where you can watch it on that platform, but you had to pay for it. But I'm like, where was the incentive for that if you watch it for free on YouTube? I, I, and, and apparently if you bought into that pay-per-view, Tim Hansen and such would get a cut. So I'm like, it just, it just seemed like the event itself, it, I, I was questioning some of these decisions here. I'm like, what is the point of paying for, you know, you know 15 bucks for the pay-per-view? I'm like, huh? I'd be interested to know how much it made. Um, I, I would be too, because it's like I said, if this was a much bigger thing where the audience was massive, then I'm like, all right, I can see why they're putting in deals, pay-per-view type situations. Imagine if they locked it behind just pay-per-view and you couldn't watch it for free. The audience would be even Cause, smaller. Imagine. Because the size of the event arena looked fucking huge. Oh, yeah. The venue, the venue, the venue was massive. Right. The venue was huge. Um, yeah. And they had so many creators out there. 
I, I wonder how much of that was paid for out of pocket and how much of that was sponsors. Right. And I know I think um, MC Sports Talk had said recently that ZWC2 didn't break even. Well. If I'm not mistaken, you might have said ZWC2 didn't break even. So like, I'm wondering oh, yeah. what this one did or it did break even something, but didn't make profit the second one. So I'm curious if the third one had any, was any different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, people are like, yeah, CDL and Zombies, what do they have to do with each other? And nothing. <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is it, it looks like Activision and a bunch of companies are looking for new ways to market this and maybe it's not working. So I'm curious, you know, how many years this YouTube deal lasts and when it does end, will they renew it? Probably not. Or will they just for the sake of it because they don't care, they have money to blow. I mean, I, it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least, you know, how, how this works. You know what I mean? I honestly don't know if YouTube are gonna, I mean, if, if they've seen those numbers. Right. Right. Then, then I, I don't see why they would, or at least they wouldn't pay them anywhere near as much. Um, but yeah, the competitive scene has seen a big drop off. I don't think it's quite as promoted as it used to be as well. That probably isn't helping. Right. Um, but yeah, because I remember it used to be promoted within the game, right? I remember in Black Ops 4, you could actually watch it. From the that's huge and that's huge yeah and, did, <laughs> and didn't you get re- didn't you get rewards and stuff world war ii had it too in the headquarters you can watch a cdl match in the theater room that was fucking on cool screen. that was cool so on screen cool. that was so cool what, what where did that go i mean that was a, that was a really i mean headquarters cool. rumored to return in uh vanguard so i'm sure they'll end up reincorporating something like that you know headquarters has a lot of potential i think it's a good feature and i think he's a little bit more spice with the next gen tech and the scale and the stuff they've learned from Warzone, oh they yeah, make, they could do so much with that. They can make something big, right? I, I thought something funny too is the World Series of Warzone, for example, right? This new competitive scene with Warzone, I would say, arguably, is working for the most part. Viewership isn't the greatest for it, from what I've seen, but it's working. One thing though, and, and I was saying this weeks ago on the podcast, and finally it's been addressed. So you know how some of these tournaments work like kill races, right? Which is pure RNG, by the way. You, you, you tell, let's say it's me and 10 other gods at Warzone. We have to go into random matches and do a kill race. Which that, whichever one of us gets the most kills will win this kill race, so to speak. But the RNG involved now, what if I get into a sweaty lobby? What if the other person gets to an easy lobby? How does that really measure skill? And you have 100 Gs on the line. How does that... Like, it's what? A, it's a terrible format. It, I honestly have never thought that's a good format. Yeah. I think it's got... I, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think Battle Royale bots are competitive. Yeah. I really just don't Neither do zombies to me, but that's, that's another can of worms. Um, <laughs> that's another can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the general nature of it, like the, the whole thing with multiplayer is like 5v5 or 6v6. Every yeah. player is going up against every other player. Right, right. Which makes it an even thing. And it's two teams going head to head. Battle Royale being a big thing, it means it's not truly the same way because like, one person could be better than the other, but they just get a lucky kill or something, and then that person's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> There's the, it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I think Jay God, I think people were praising him for, for perfecting a format and doing something a bit different. I think in private matches or something else, he found a way better format that worked very well, and the reception to it was much better than these kill races. And that's what I'm saying, right? We're at a point... I'm not going to rant about this too much because we talked about this last podcast, but you know, it's discouraging to see so much money being earned from these tournaments when you know for a goddamn fact so many of these guys are hit, hiding VPNs and these fucking these, these exploits and it's like come on dude it's like how do I take any of that seriously when people are getting exposed every week for this horse shit you know what I mean yeah in my opinion I'd say for Warzone so the best way they could do it to make it feel somewhat competitive is I think they'd have to slow down the pace of the game 
and make it just the pros up against the pros. Right. So right. say Warzone. How, how many players is Warzone against? One fifty, isn't it? One fifty right now. Yeah. Um, they should extend it, by the way. I, it's, it's, yeah. I drop, I drop, I drop that down to like fifty to seventy-five pros dropping in. Um, yeah. Just them onto a onto a match and just right. play it out, play it out slower. I think it's yeah. more tactical. Yeah, it feels tactical. You feel, you feel like the people that are out. better at the game are going to be rewarded for their skill versus oh well, I'll be like yeah. get into it. I get killed by a hacker. Like, like what I don't understand, right? And it's actually this is two things here. One, you get killed by a hacker in a tournament, and you're out. It's like, huh? It's like, how on earth does that make sense? The second thing in ZWC, which I still can't believe, is that playing Black Ops 3 and the hacker mm-hmm. is able to take people offline while they're playing. That's been an issue for a couple oh, of weeks yeah, now. I saw that. That's bad. I know No Thumbscrew reached out to me with this and I didn't even know about it. Shout out to No Thumbscrew for reaching out to me with that. They were, he was like, hey, watch out if you're playing BO3, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the issue is still on Steam, whatever. Um, so I was questioning why that wasn't looked at. Before the event, why didn't they play offline, local? I mean, I get people who were playing in you know, a remotely, so they probably had to figure something out. But I was confused on, on the the reasoning why they didn't look into that. But people get pulled from their matches, but they didn't do restarts. Or I mean, they did, they did a backup, I think, match after that on D Machina, which I, I get. But it's like <laughs> the Ryzen Drag <laughs> speedrun got got chalked because of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I mean, first of all, who the hell is doing that? I mean, really? <laughs> Nothing better to do but but boot you off on a, a six year old game in twenty twenty one. Come on, it's dude. A, what the hell was that? It's a disaster. I don't get how that is mechanically. Firstly, where did that even come from? Who the f- Second, who, come, who finds this shit? Dude? <laughs> who comes up with this shit? This is, why, they sh- this is why competitive games have always been done on console. Yeah, PC is just not, not it for so many reasons, man. I, I just now. I am I'm going to need to run to the toilet because I've just oh. drank a liter of water. Go I'll ahead, be back man. In Thirty seconds. Not a problem. Uh, <laughs> perfect point though about about why people are on uh uh, pc versus console what i've always said chat is look people always push me they're like hey why don't you get a gaming pc do this do that it's like i have little patience and i get stressed out really quickly with with you know technical issues i I could already foresee myself having issues doing the simplest things trying to record a video record gameplay i don't want to deal with steam i don't want to deal with battlenet i don't want to deal with windows i just i can't man i'll stick with my mac my beefed out iMac. I'll stick with what I'm doing. I just, I, I don't even want to think about issues like that. Imagine recording something or, be, you know, in a world's first lobby for an Easter egg and you get booted offline. Like, really? Um, and yeah, somebody mentioned in chat, will they ever address the mod? The game is old. I, I don't know if if <laughs> they can. I'm sure they might. I know Black Ops 2 got hit hard last year, right? There was a theater mode issue where people were hacking in multiplayer and Treyarch actually stomped down on that. They fixed it. So they might look at Black Ops 3 and say, hey, you know what? This is one of our best games. High player base still. Let's go ahead and let's resolve that issue. I don't know. Um, but that was such a silly issue, man. Overall, though, I have nothing but good things to say about the event itself. Brought people together. Great energy. But overall, I just in terms of competitive zombies, I've never been a huge fan of that. I just don't think it works that well. Um, you know, a lot of RNG involved. I'm not the biggest fan of it. But if you're a speedrunner and that's your thing, God bless you. I think it takes a lot of skill to, to get to get that going. Um, they fixed theater mode for two days. Yeah, I think they fixed the hacking issue, but theater mode went back to being buggy. I think two days later, I, I forgot. It was something weird in Black Ops too, but yeah, I remember they. Uh, I remember they, they fixed something with that. Um, Speaking of theater mode, why doesn't that work in Cold War Zombies? It doesn't exist in Cold War Zombies. <laughs> there is no. Yeah, there, why, why doesn't it, exactly? It, that's what I'm saying. Why doesn't it? Yeah, I mean. Look at Black Ops 4 theater mode, and it had a, a serious oh, amount bad. of issues. So either either one guy was in charge of that, and this year they're like, we don't have time for it because of COVID, or I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that, that's a good question. 
that man was Jason Blundell. Is zombies too too uh, technical now that they can't make theater mode work with it? I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. It honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Um, um, it got <laughs> buggy, in, but it was bad in BO4. Like, it was unusable. Yeah, it, it was. It, it doesn't work, man. I mean, you couldn't, still there. you couldn't. You couldn't use it creatively like it like it's built for. The way that it was built. Could, yeah. It was basically just for YouTubers to get thumbnail screenshots. And, and, and what, what, I'll, what I'll say with that is... built it proper. When you turn off the HUD, do you remember it didn't even hide like the Challengers UI? Yeah, on, on Ancient Evil, like Blackout, the they, Storm they, Collapse. They, you they, just couldn't, see... they couldn't yeah. build it. What, what I find funny is, you know, in multiplayer right now, I don't know if you know this, but there's some fire team maps that if you play them, your, your theater mode will crash every time you rewatch the film. Only some fire team maps oh, work I've in theater mode. That. So I'm like, what, what the... Like, yeah, and you know what? I'm not even going to... I won't even trip about it because I'm like, you know what? It's probably one guy that's in charge of theater mode and he's probably oh, swamped probably. with yeah. pandemic, you know, delays and working on... Mm-hmm. Who knows what the hell they're doing right now? It's, it's insane. Um, I, I think one thing to add to that, to wrap up that topic though, is... Uh, you know, do you get frustrated with the quote-unquote content reset every game? For example, right, every Black Ops, you'll get all your party games. You know, one of the Chamber, Gun Game, Six and Stones, a perk like Mule Kick. But then the new game comes out and all that's gone. You got to wait until season four or five to get it back. It, it's a content reset every time. It's like, I, you know I, what I mean? I think it's a, it's a really bad system because it used to feel like you were getting a mix of new content and old content. Now... The post-launch for every game has been so reliant on bringing back old content that it feels like you're just waiting to get you're waiting old for that. Stuff that you to get old stuff. You're not waiting to get something new anymore. The only thing new really has been the Ural Mountains and Zombies. <laughs> um, everything else yeah. is remasters. And, everything and, is remasters. Yeah, and, and then you get the content, and then by season six, like, oh, now the game's full. It's action-packed. There's so much to do, and then the game's over. They stop updating it. I'm like, no, man. It's I mean, sad. there's been how many multiplayer maps? There's only been four multiplayer maps this season. Two of them are remakes. And, and the thing with that too is is back to the whole Black and Ops. And once 2. just face off, right? And it goes back to the Black Ops Two remake scenario, which we're going to talk about later in the podcast. Thank you, Reaper. Glad to catch the Bombcast live. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for that. And of course, if you ever missed the Bombcast, it is going to be in the public playlist on my channel. You can always rewatch or on all the major audio platforms out there: Apple, iTunes, Spotify, the works. Um, but yes, when it comes to remakes, we'll get to this later, but it's really clear now that we're not going to be seeing an actual remake. For example, Studio in Black Ops 2 Remake of Firing Range, it, different aesthetically, same layout, but different theme. They've abandoned that system completely now. It's just complete remasters one-to-one, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I love that in BO3 and 4, seeing right. these old maps return, but not one-to-one. Wait, BO4 didn't amazing. have that, though. BO4 was one-to-one, except the, the, the weather changes. Awesome. Right? Yeah, there wasn't any... Yeah. Fire Range Night, Jungle Flooded, those are the weather changes, but not like an aesthetic change. Yeah, BO4 didn't have remember, any. Yeah, the back and black ones, I remember being the same. They, uh, yeah, they, Black Ops 4 didn't... I can't think of any remake, remake. Black Ops 3 was the last game I think to do that. Or World yeah, War 2, I should say. World War 2 did it. But. Yeah, World War 2, World War Two. I think, did it really well, and so did BO3 in remaking these old maps to fit a different era. Right. I think it's it's something really cool that Sledgehammer's kind of had the freedom to do, where they've kind of been just allowed to pull from the entire Call of Duty 
right, line right. up. Like they've right. they've taken some Infinity War maps, they've taken some Treyarch, and brought it into their games. I think that's really cool. Right. They can do that. I don't know. I don't know if they're the only studio who's allowed to do that, and the others just aren't allowed to, or what the deal is. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting uh-huh. though. I mean, it, it's almost a question of like, all right, is it a save time, or does Activision say, you know what, it's better if you bring the one to one remasters because it attracts that nostalgic itch people probably have, and then more people will be interested yeah, instead of remaking it. Changing it, it more clear. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of people probably don't realize that certain maps are remakes until they get onto the map with right. the remake ones. With remasters, it's immediately clear. But and you look at like the Black Ops One DLC maps, for example, right? And I said this before: a lot, a lot of OGs out there, hardcores watching my channel, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Zoo, Hotel, Stadium, Kowloon, Hanoi, Villa. There's some great maps in Bo One, and never got remastered a single time. Stadium did once, but that was it. So if they brought those maps back, even faithfully in Cold War. Nobody's gonna remember those maps. They're like, oh, it's a new map, you know, whatever. They can get away with bringing those maps back and, mm-hmm. and considering them new because they're so old. They never got remastered once. Whereas like a Black Ops Two map, they got remastered how many times already? So people are used to those maps. You know, so it's, it's different. There's, there's there's only so many times you can remaster the same ones. Uh, Matters, I think the outlaw was on Bo Three, wasn't it? Oh, but it's in black. You're right, actually. Uh, Outlaw is a BO3 remake of Standoff, but they put it in Blackout. You're, yeah, that's actually a good point. So there's an exception there. They put Outlaw in Blackout oh, in Ghost Town. Ghost Town Above Buried is Outlaw from BO3, mm-hmm. which is a remake of Standoff, oh. ironically. Is that the only that's one? Yeah, that's a good point. point. I appreciate that comment. Is that the only one that... The only remake, remake in BO4, I think it might be. I, I can't think I of any other. They, they, yeah, they did some in Blackout, but I don't think there were any... In fact, if I just get off a list here of the... Yeah, yeah I mean, you look at like a Hijack, for example, BO3 Awakening was Skyjacked. That was badass. It was cool. It was a way to bring back a map, but then change the 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 aesthetic of it. I mean, that that works. That works a little bit. Um, yeah, that that is a good point. I totally forgot about Outlaw. Outlaw's a great map, by the way. I mean, Standoff is a gem. So not not surprised. Um, yeah. I'm sure you guys saw chat when I went on vacation. I dropped a a nuke with the M16 on Standoff cranked, and I put that on my season four. Uh, early video that oh man that was such a good nuke it was a double nuke actually nuclear and a, and a nuke streak such oh, a good yeah, map they're all one to one yeah except BO4 is all one to one yeah nuke town yeah it's the same same shit every time um and high ironic is a cold war nuke town then you got a cold war game right after that um yeah why did they make it cold war right i guess i guess because realistically it would look the exact same as bo2s right right BO3. right yeah so there, there's that. There's that, chat. That's, that's a good point. I appreciate all the, the input in chat, though. It really means a lot. Um, I want to segue into something that, that I wrote down here. I was thinking about this really deeply. I mean, I brought this up vaguely in other, other episodes, but YouTubers abandoning Call of Duty. So I, I've been advocating for this, right? I think Cold War is people's last go at the Call of Duty YouTube scene that, that has been around for, for, for so long, right? And it's not just because Vanguard interest is already miserable, even though the game hasn't been revealed yet. I mean, it, it, I just I just haven't seen a Call of Duty game pre-reveal get spoken about so negatively more than Vanguard. I, I haven't seen it. I You know, and I don't know if that's because other games are coming out to compete. I don't know if it's because it's a World War II game. I don't know what it is, but it might also be because there's insiders out there, insiders, I should say, that are already saying the worst about Vanguard, even though we know nothing about it, but they won't actually say what is bad about it. What it, you know, that might have already put a negative t- spin on the Vanguard stories, right? But no, go ahead. Honestly, I think Sledgehammer, just that name, is instantly going to get negativity. People aren't willing to give them a shot a lot of the time. I honestly don't know 
what they need to do to win people over. Because right now I can see that the interest is low. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know what they do that would you, win you look, over. Yeah, you look at even even big channels out there, way big, five times the size of me. They're posting Vanguard videos that don't perform well, mm-hmm. and I'm like, the interest is not there yet. Is the reveal going to change that, or is it going to be a rough year for all of us where we're just making a bunch of filler bullshit trying to pass the time until the next game? It's like I hope it's not the case. I'm I'm praying to mm-hmm. the to, to the heavens that we get a, a solid and well updated game coming up so that we don't have a rough year. Because to mm-hmm. me, Modern Warfare, as successful as the game was for me, it was a filler year where I'm just like. Can I post VO4? Can I talk about COD 2020? Do I post some Warzone Easter eggs? It, I was just sitting around waiting for the next thing. It was it was a rough year for content, especially doing YouTube full-time. It's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? So I think in terms of what Vanguard needs to do to win people, I mean, I think, firstly, they're going to they're going to have the Treyarch Zombies thing. Perfect. Right. I think Sledge, Sledgehammer are already very good at making their campaigns look amazing in trailers. Wait a second, hold on. I gotta pause you there. Somebody said, what happened to DK? I've never seen him anti-COD. How am I anti-COD? If anything, I'm the soy boy Mm. Activision shill everybody talks about all the time. I can't can't (laughs) stop defending Treyarch. I can't stop praising Cold War. It's probably the worst game ever to everybody. I mean, how am I anti-COD? What what happened there? I'm not anti- I'm just saying, we just praised. We literally just went over like the best things in Cold War. (laughs) No, and I I was just saying the interest in Vanguard on YouTube isn't there. That's that's not me being anti-COD. I'm, I'm just like, I'm apparently the, the, the biggest COD fanboy out there. So, I mean, that, that's, that's, shock, that's shocking to hear yeah. that someone said that. Anyway, go continue, man. Anyone I interrupt yeah. you. <laughs> I, I, think, I think they're going to have their Treyarch Zombies continuation. That's going to look really good for them. Um, I think they're going to have their, um, they're really good at making their campaigns look amazing. Right. Whether they turn out that way is another question. Yeah, whether they turn but I think out. They're, I think they're very good at promoting their campaigns. Yeah. Um, and in terms of multiplayer, I think because it's World War II, they're going to put a lot of focus on... I think they're going to bring back the Grand War stuff from Modern Warfare, these big, large-scale matches. Yeah. I think they're going to I think they're going to push that a lot more this year. Right. And I, th- I think in marketing, this game's going to look a lot better than I... it does off of reports. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to make this game look really good. Whether it's got problems behind the scenes that turn it into a buggy mess... That's another question. Right. Right. But I think they're going to, I think in my opinion, this game is going to sell very well because I think the marketing for it kind of sells itself. And, and, and that, that, that's a big point that I also have written down as a topic. We're going to get to chat about aliens and some crazy shit that got leaked recently. We're going to get to that. But I, I want to say not only is that true, right? I think the war mode has a lot of potential as well to be brought back in like a war zone type of scale, a little bit bigger, you know, crazier if they did, animations, if they lots did of war, stuff. If they could do war, in 32v32. Oh, yeah. Perfect. You might get some different also, ground war conquest vibes, fire team vibes, so to speak, with, with this game. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It, if they're going to do something, I think they need to promote, like, the big thing with World War II that people see is the scale. I think if they focus on that and the fact that, as well, this is going to be the first. I mean, World War II is a really famous era. It's a, it's World yeah, War II, but it's probably hot. the biggest. In theory, it's probably the biggest one in gaming history. And this is going to be the first next-gen World War II. Do you ever laugh when somebody's like, World War II was boring? Franchise. And I'm like, yeah, I think a million people died during the fucking war. So is that boring? How's, <laughs> how, how's that boring? I'm like, what? It's boring. And there's stuff that the games haven't covered yet about World War II. There's so much. You know how rich history is? It's like, come on. 
You know what I mean? Everyone always talks about that the guns are boring and stuff. The guns and COD are realistically the same every year with a different model on them. But they bring guns right. in that don't even work with that era anyway. They mix and match it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Advanced like, Warfare had World War II guns in it. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> if you look at every god, every yeah. cod has it has the exact same set of guns but with different models. They all have right. the fast-firing AR that's got virtually no recoil. They've got the super-fast one that kicks all over the place. They follow the same thing. The weapons don't right. vary from game to game. It's the same. Yeah. Um, but I don't really... People really seem to have something against the World War II era for it. I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is fast. I'm going to laugh, but in a good way, not in a negative way. I'm going to laugh <laughs> so bad when the reveal th- knocks it out the park. The reveal is epic. The Warzone event's sick. The trailer looks fucking banging. The music, tra- everything's gonna look great. Everyone's gonna say, "Oh, I, I not now." I really should have waited for the reveal before judging it. I feel bad now for judging a book by its cover, and there isn't even a cover yet. Judging a book by its cover, and the cover's not even revealed. Yet. We don't know the name of the game. We don't know shit, and we, we'll get to that later. Though we know a little bit, but <laughs> I actually think I, yeah. I think they're gonna promote the Warzone stuff sooner than ever this time. Way I'm sooner because it's gonna it's gonna launch with it. Apparently, yeah. At the end of the reveal trailer, I think they'll show off the Warzone map. Right, right. Like, after the logo comes up. Yeah. It's it's normally Zombies that comes up after that bit. I think yeah. in this game, it's going to be the new we, Warzone we, map. We won't even get into, like, the whole Battlefield discussion. I'm like, if you guys want to play Battlefield, you guys want to prefer that and play that over COD, more power to you. God bless you. Have fun. But, again, you're trying to compare a $70 multiplayer Battlefield to a $70 Call of Duty, which is going to outsell it. And have campaign multiplayer zombies and a Warzone integration. Where's the comparison? There's no need to compare. They're two different games going in two different directions, like this, literally like this, two different directions. Like, what do you, what do you, so anyway, all that garbage aside, I brought up this because I'm like, look, I saw a video the other day, uh, Tim Hansen posted, and other channels that posted similar, similar style videos, they weren't, they're not quitting COD or quitting the content they make, but they kind of, they kind of address something that, I've talked about, but I feel like the more I talk about it, it, it just it, it almost doesn't seem right because I'm a, I'm a smaller channel, so to speak, so I, I shouldn't really talk much about it. But the mental toll that is put on creators for doing daily content, covering Call of Duty, it, it doesn't. I don't think the channel size even matters. We all go through it if if we do full time content. It's it, it it is something that I've said before, right? I love writing, and writing's my strong suit. Always has been in school. I want to write a book one day. And, 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 it's, and people are like, oh, well, you'll just have to be big for that first. It's like, no, not really. I want to write a book one day about what it has taken to do content, the sacrifices, the the struggles, the competition, uh, the community aspect. I want to write a book about all of that. I think I feel like I can go off for, for hours writing about the experience mm-hmm. of it because, you know, I, I've been doing it full time since 2018, but I've been making videos for fun since 2011. And I, I would say the past couple of years doing it full time though as a job has been really interesting. I've learned a lot and I've seen a lot. I think anybody who does it, regardless of channel size, will, will also understand that. Um, and Tim Hansen made a video the other day talking about kind of what he's feeling in life right now. He isn't quitting. So let's not twist my words or his words. He just kind of brought up that he won't be doing zombies forever. And that Cold War wasn't the game for him. Content-wise, wasn't it. Uh... Black Ops 3 Customs, how long can you do that for? Custom Zombies ain't going anywhere because Battle.net doesn't support it. COD isn't going back to Steam. So you look at, I think, Cold War as kind of, uh, I would say, a big step for a lot of channels out there. They may end up leaving the COD scene or transitioning to something else. Channels already did that this year. Reed, Smith Plays. I mean, even general COD channels that don't do zombies are also leaving the scene. They aren't a fan of where COD is going specifically. So... 
they're looking almost for a way out or a transition. I mean, Milo's admitted it in tweets before. I mean, a lot of people out there have talked about this, that the the direction Cod is going in may not be for them. So it, it not, nothing lasts I mean, forever, right? You know, what do you, what do you think? I think in general, the way Cod is taking itself almost doesn't lend very well to a lot of styles of content. Um, I think it's lens still lends. In fact, I think it lends better than ever to like the news kind of content and covering the news. I think that side of YouTube is better than ever for God because there is always so much to talk about lately. Right, right. But I don't think the modern games, Cold War, Modern Warfare, BO4 is probably the last one. I don't think that the current games lend themselves very well to anything that creative. Um, and and, and the whole sense. the whole guide content too, like you know tutorials, that's dead. That that's been dead since. Oh yeah, that's that, gone. That's been that's, that, <laughs> It's sad to say, but then that that era is gone. Like that, there's no point in. And for and then on top of that, the world's first drama that's also dead. World's first is meaningless, even more in Cold War than ever because there's no achievements. You can't prove who got first. Uh, no one cares. And the hunts last an hour or two. Here, here's a big point for you, right? I, I'm sure you agree with this. Who are the people that want Easter egg hunts to last long? I want, I want to hear an answer from you before I answer before I answer the question. Who wants? As, as, as someone who, I mean, I've done a good few over the last few years, and to me, I you feel like you've just got to stay up and put your body through hell for like forty eight <laughs> hours, otherwise you're just going to miss out. You on can't sleep because you're worried somebody else is going to beat you to a no. step. Is that healthy? Is is that is that necessary? No, it's so. To me, I, I actually quite like these. Eric, That's we love like, you, man. Eric's in chat, dude. Eric's right. Eric's Bro, right. And I'm not going to say the name of somebody. <laughs> somebody right. somebody firsthand right. told me this. I'm going to say this right now, chat. Nobody's going to believe this, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say it anyway. There's a content creator with a million subs who's told me this before. I'm not even joking. Said, we want the hunt to last as long as possible. And they wrote this out with, with, with 10 O's in, in the message. Long as possible. Why do you think? And, yeah, they profit shit time. They told me this. They told me this personally, and I'm not trying to like leak DMs. This is years ago, anyway. Who cares? There's that, and get ready for this. I caught something else the other day. I tuned into somebody else's stream the other day, million sub channel, and I think the person they were talking to on Discord didn't know that person was streaming. Another massive zombies channel, right? Was playing Warzone with somebody. Admitted, I miss having 100k concurrent viewers for a week straight. They're talking about revelations, right? right. And, and I'm like, let's, let's be real. I guarantee Noah, for example, he probably makes upwards of 50k every time a new map comes out. And that's why I'm um, saying, who the fuck actually benefits besides people that are streaming the hunt? They're, and not even just streaming the hunt, big channel streaming the hunt. Who the fuck benefits all besides means, them? All, all that means is I don't get the thing with it because it doesn't mean that the egg's longer. The egg is the same length. It just means that it's steps that are insanely overly hidden and so yeah. convoluted that no one can find them reasonably. It means that it's been hidden there and there's no way to solve it. You right. just try everything until you do it. What, what, what we don't uh, want, right, is a final Reich as well. Somebody pointed in the chat where it's done before release. I mean, that's even that's a bigger joke that we can, we can go off on a tangent with <laughs> even later. And, and it's another thing, too, with people not holding some of these channels accountable for saying stuff like that. What if I said that? What if I said, I want to stream to last two days so that I can make more money. What if I said that? You, you know, how f I mean, I, I don't believe that anyway. I, I would despise that. But people say things like this and are not held accountable. 
So I'm like, it just shows you that sheep mentality. People will blindly follow and donate to these people that only care about money, can mm -hmm. give two fucks how hard the Easter egg mm -hmm. is, can give two fucks how hard the boss fight is. They don't care about the community. It's money. Because they're going to do it once. They're going to do it once. They're going to do it once. What about TGR, for example? He pointed this out in a tweet publicly. He said, what is the difference between an egg that took a week to solve versus a day? The egg is the exact same when you do it later. Who mm -hmm. cares? And I agree. It's like, I don't want the, mm -hmm. the eggs to be leaked, right? And people do them before it even comes out for everybody. I don't want that. But if it's two, three hours, what? who cares? Don't you want it to be solved sooner? Aren't you interested in the ending? And the like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the idea that you follow this natural progression of the egg where it leads you step to step and everything. I think one thing they could use doing more of that would make these hunts a bit longer is putting in some tough puzzles. I think right. that would lend itself very well to it. So like puzzles that do take people a few hours to figure out. I think that's a good thing. But I don't think things that are just outright, it doesn't give you, like, I like the idea it gives you an indication of where you're going next. Right. So say you do something, you get a key, and then you unlock this room, and this room has a puzzle in it. Right. This puzzle then takes people a few hours to figure it out. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good extension to a hunt. Uh, but I think... I think this whole thing is that there's something unrelated you've got to do on some other part of the map that <laughs> it gives you no indication you have to do. It makes no sense. See, there's that, right? There's a few things I want to read from chat. First off, somebody said, you know, is it bad for content creators to want content to last longer? But have, you, have people not realized zombies isn't viable for that? It never has been. I think Black Ops 3 created this false idea that zombies is is something you can do full-time content on and you can, and people have made it work don't get me wrong but if you look at zombies in general it's still the side mode it's not you know even multiplayer gets tough i mean in general content is difficult to make no matter what so when you pull your eggs in one basket the zombies it's like you're expecting more content so that you could survive but zombies isn't built for that you know you know what i mean maybe it will be one day but it's not right now it just it just hasn't been, it, it, especially the guide the guide era. That's dead. That's done. So <laughs> you better be good with gameplay. Outbreak is so close to what I wanted it to be, but also right. so far because I think I like this idea of a big open world where you're going between worlds. So say if I was making that, I would take the entire Europe Mountains map, right? Yeah. And it, it would be a big open world thing that you firstly you'd be able to have a lot more players on. Uh, say 16 20 um and the idea of this kind of big open world type thing so say take a game like the division you know right um, right right the, these big open world things where you upgrade your gear very gradually yeah i think if outbreak had been that it would have been so good and this idea i think zombies need something like that where right. you have a you have a game that carries on beyond just the end of that game yeah because uh, I think that's a big problem with the mode. Like with multiplayer, you put 10 minutes into a game and then it's gone. That's right. normal, right? But zombies, it's like outbreak. You can invest hours into a game and it's just gone. It feels a bit increasingly. Yeah, so pointless. you're talking about step, stepping stones in progression and whatnot. There's that. And there's all. There's also, here, uh, before I get to that, though, I will read a comment before I miss it. Today on Twitter, Miles said the game had no content and... Papa, Papa, Papa Squad just posted a pic of him only having 55 intel. Here's the thing, right? And, and, and it brings you back to, to a big point. It's like when you say something has no content, is it just content that's not for you? Or is the game actually dead? Like, you know what I mean? And Kata, I, I don't get that. That yeah, seems like the content that's perfectly suited to my mind. That's, right, he seems like the exact target audience of that. And this is the thing: I don't, I don't go over things like this in the podcast to call people out and bash them and send a you know hate wave their way. I'm, I'm just calling it how it is. Right? 
There's people who are tired of the mode, tired of the franchise, and are ready to move away, but because of financial incentive, they haven't yet, so they're still around, pulling through as hard as they can, trying to make content, making, you know, 60K a month when a new game drops, and then the rest of the year kind of just capping and making what they can every now and again to make some money. There's people that are so tired and just can't leave because of money. And some channels have already left, and some will be. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's just a matter of fact, but when you bl- when you keep blaming the game for you being tired of the franchise, it just it does nothing positive at all for the community. Nothing, especially when people speed run their way through content. Something drops and they're done with it. And like and like for example, you speed run a dark ether grind, or you speed run an intel quest. You speed run uh, anything. You, you you burn a campaign in two hours when it's supposed to take you five. When you speed run that stuff because you're you're so thirsty for content, but then you blame the devs for not adding more content. It's like, why are you rushing? What, what is the rush? Or it's another thing of like, how much content do you expect? Are, they want you to play other games too. There's other games that exist. There's a life you can also have as well outside of the game. There's more to do than just grind fucking zombies all day. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, cult as well, particularly. Like, realistically, people complain about the number of hours you get out of it. You get significantly more hours out of any cult game than you do out of basically any other game. Um, right. and, and to be honest with you, there's just as much content, if not more, than there wasn't any historical card game. Well, so the yeah. fact that people, the fact that people are burning out on that, has nothing to do with the game. It has to do with you've been playing COD for for a decade. You play the same maps over and over people again, the same up. systems. People grow up. <laughs> you grow up. Your interest in a video game isn't going to be the same as it was when you were fifteen. It's like playing the same That's story mode over and over. For I mean, a, a better example, right? Some people do genuinely like the older games better. I have to respect that. Everyone has their opinion, right? But there's people out there that don't actually like the older games better. They miss when they were 16. Their mom would bring them pizza puffs and frozen pizzas while they were playing zombies with their friends at at 12 midnight. And now they're a grown-up adult, responsibilities. They pay rent. They have a mortgage, whatever the fucking case is. And they miss those days. The boys don't play anymore because they all grew up and had kids. They, they miss being, you know, seven years younger where they were in high school or college coming home and playing COD all night. The people miss that. So they miss the memories more than the game itself. Some people are like that. That's not everybody, but that's a majority of people. The pizza puffs ain't there anymore. They got, now they got to buy their own groceries or, or, or cook themselves, whatever the case is. Their mom ain't there. So there's that. And, and the whole thing with content, it's like name another franchise that updates the way COD does. You're going to have a hard time answering this. GTA, you, you could say, okay, Fortnite, whatever. Apex, eh. What other big games update the way COD does consistently, no. so often, frequently? It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to distinguish that. You know what I mean? So I feel like we have it too good right now because put some of these complainers back in 2016, waiting three months for one map pack, no battle passes, no seasons, no CGI trailers, no fu- none of that shit. Go back to that. You ain't, ain't going to tolerate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody wants to go back to that. We're already at the whole point. Oh, so we go back to map packs? They're, they're not going to do it. <laughs> they ain't going to do that. You know what I mean? No, why? Why would I don't get why people want them to? To be honest, why would that make them make more content? Right. Um, that that's not going to do that. That's just gonna. D- don't forget what I said. You can you can add seven multiplayer maps per season. People will still say, "Oh, the maps are good, but skill based matchmaking ruins it." Fuck the game. Um, you're not you're not gonna please these people. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not gonna please these people. No. Yeah. I think a big a big thing that COD needs to do, I think, is as much as it may draw initial attention. They need to stop putting so much reliance on bringing back old content. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I th- it's a good argument. I think, I, think it dra- I think it draws in that initial attention, right, for people to come on for a day or two. Yeah. But I don't think it keeps people. Well, I think yeah. new content keeps people around more. 
what, what, what have I said many times in the past, right? Activision's new approach to Call of Duty is longevity. They are trying so hard to find ways to keep you keep you playing the entire season. That's why they split up bundles. You know, every couple, you know, every week there's a new set of bundles. There's a new they, they split up the reloaded content, right? Some modes, some weeks, some modes, and other weeks. Weapons, map. They split everything up so that a whole season is kept fresh as possible. Another thing is the replayability issue is. I think answered by what you said earlier, finding a way to have that stepping stone system of progression where you can save and keep going, keep upgrading more. Black Ops 3 has replayability, it does, not because of the great maps the game offers. I also think Cryptic Keys and Liquid Divinium, Liquid Divinium alone are enough to keep you playing the game. There's always something to earn no matter what you're doing. You're playing multiplayer for endless hours, you're getting Cryptic, key, your cryptic Keys, you're opening supply drops. You play zombies for a bunch of hours, you're Liquid Diviniums, you get your gobble gums. Colder doesn't have a system like that where you're earning something. It has the crystals, but you run out of those, obviously. So if you find a way to just bring in a currency that you earn, that is enough to add replayability for an entire year, if not more. That's the way I looked at Black Ops 3. Yeah, that's, that's the answer. Because ba well, battle passes don't last. If you are someone who's actively playing the game, you're going to finish it in a couple of days. Um, but I think the idea of a currency is saying, because firstly, the bundles in the store, massively overpriced for a $60 title. It's, it's insane how much they're charging. They're charging as if it's a free-to-play game. Right. Um, I think, one, they should have some kind of system where if you own the game that that bundle is for, then maybe you get a discount fair. on it or something. Yeah, that's fair. And then that's fair. I think I think there should be a way to earn like a currency, even if it's just earning card points. But I think you should only be able to earn that within the paid titles. Right, right. Um, so, I, so I don't think you should earn that off Warzone. I think you yeah. should have to earn it by, you know, zombies, multiplayer. Even, like, say, beat the campaign, you get a thousand core points. Right, right. That's quite cool idea. Yeah. I think it would encourage more people. And that's to. the thing, right? Supply drops in spirit aren't really the problem. It's just the way you earn them and what you can get with them, right? Black Ops 4 perfected it. We talked about this as like, a, like a broken record already, that being able to trade mm -hmm. cases for guaranteed weapons, mastercrafts, that's all you need to do. Supply drops aren't the issue. It's just how you earn the content mm -hmm. locked behind them. You know what I mean? So it's like, Hey, maybe, maybe we'll see that one day, but right now, Black the Modern Warfare system Black, took over Black, the bundles. Black Ops 4's final system is perfect. Literally, literally perfect. Obviously, obviously, the supply drops being the currency in itself is quite a bad thing, but the idea generally of having a currency that you use to get supply drops and then you can exchange it for, <coughs> um, for other alternate items and stuff, specific ones that you want, I think that works really well. Yeah. Yep, there's that. And yeah, you can also thank the uh, the Fortnite effect on the entire industry, why they're adopting these bundles, battle passes, seasons. All, it all goes hand in hand, man. It's like, well, everybody's fighting. This game's better. That game's better. All the publishers up there are laughing at all of us. Oh, we made fucking trillions of dollars off you guys complaining on Twitter. They don't care. <laughs> the, the, the money's talking. But uh, kind of segueing into something else real quick, before we get more into COD, I want to bring up something real quickly that disturbed me yesterday. And I'm sure you saw the news. So FaZe members got exposed for a cryptocurrency scam. Yes, I almost yes. I almost spit out my Baja chat. We all we all we all love Baja Blast, right? You can't even see it because of the green screen, but we all love Baja Blast. I almost spit the shit out because I couldn't believe the scam that got exposed. And there's a 30-minute video breaking down exactly what happened, which you guys could find uh, very easily now. So to put it in simple terms, they promoted a coin, invested in it when it had a negative value. So they had coins already, promoted it to their audience. Their audience invested in it, obviously, blew the value up on the coin, pulled out on day one, all of it, 
made, you know, tens of thousands of dollars off of that pump and dump, pump and dump scheme for cryptocurrency, right? It's pretty common lately. Uh, that's not even the worst part though. Being a scumbag, that's one thing. Promising that that was going to go to charity or to save the kids. That's a line you draw where I'm like, hold up a second, dude. Yeah, and I was going to point out that particular fact as well. The crypto itself, the currency, was called Save the Kids. Right. It was named after right. a charity. Right. So and it's sad. It's right. Fucked. It, it's fucked. And, and I think the, the big part is that they had the developer of the coin change the code where originally you can only take out twenty percent every twenty four hours of your coin, right, in your wallet. But they, cha- they had the developer change it to 20% every minute. So in five minutes, they pulled out 100% of their, their their coins. Some of them did. Some of them kept in a little bit. You know, they don't want to be too suspicious. Took out all of it. And the worth was only about 30 grand. It's a lot of money. But is 30 grand worth your career? Is 100 grand worth your career? Is a million worth your career? No. Everything you've built, you're in FaZe Clan. You have a massive channel. Uh, the, this is why I always say this, chat. I put it on Twitter before. Greed is the worst fucking sin to exist. You can't change my mind about this. Greed is the worst fucking sin. Money is such a stupid fucking concept that yeah, corrupts what, people. What it, it's incredible. Money? Yeah. What are they going to do with that money that they couldn't have otherwise bought? Yeah, which they, they earned in a couple of videos anyway, by the way. Because <laughs> their CPMs are probably fucking amazing yeah. on YouTube. Their, their, their streams. Their, all the time. Their brand deals. I mean, all the time doing? that... All the, all the time they put into that, they probably could have just made a video or two and made the exact same amount. And then they wouldn't have fucked over their entire fan base and, and lost their career. Yeah, and they pull out some fucking, some phony-ass statement on Twitter. Oh, I was ignorant or I was, you know, naive. Shut the fuck up, man. There's DM leak. There, there, there's proof. It's ignorant. But it's when you had the developer change the code of the coin to, to, so you can pull out everything on day one, that, that, was, that was premeditated. <laughs> so what are you hiding with that? The proof mm-hmm. is out. The proof is out. You know that's what I mean? Not be, that's, not, that's not being ignorant. That's not even saying you can apologize for. That's just being a it's, terrible It's also person. fraud, by the way. <laughs> and they want to... So, so some, people, some people want to say, oh, well, the regulation isn't there for crypto yet. And I'm like, here's what I'll say about this, right? Crypto is not the future. It's also... I, by the way, it's also insider trading. If it's you it, the developer. Which the people code. have been doing a lot lately as well. <laughs> I mean, it's a... Scu- uh, this is why I'm not a fan. The stock market's already one thing that I'm like, ah, whatever. I have, you know, some AMC stock. Uh, I'm, I'm dabbling here and there. I'm not, I'm not too into it. Crypto, I'm just, I'm, I'm not a fan of it at all. And I will tell you guys why crypto isn't the future. It's because of fucking garbage like this. Um, not only will it be regulated more, mm-hmm. the government's already cracked down a little bit on it. Not too much. But something with China recently too. I mean, they, they, without getting too political in it, there's already regulation that's coming. And I guarantee you, Governments and corrupt politicians that live by the dollar will not allow crypto to take over. It's not going to happen, at least in the U.S. Other countries, whatever. U.S., I don't see it happening. Um, will it be mainstream one day? I don't think we'll be alive to see it. Maybe it will be. My kids probably won't be able to see it. But right now, with, the, with all these scams, pump and dumps, and all this shit, I, I just don't see that ever happening. And, Fajardi, we'll talk about it again next week then, when you're back on, for sure. But go go ahead, then I'll, I'll rant a little bit more about that. Go ahead. I think I think there needs to be more legislation for it to be able to become viable. a viable yeah. thing that can actually be a thing. Like uh, I own some crypto. I have about five hundred pounds in crypto. Mm. Well, I put I put five hundred pounds in crypto. I now, if I actually go onto my app specifically, can tell you I have two hundred eighty-five. So it's down um, a little bit. Robin that, was down today too with AMC. It, it, it's more than down a little bit. Um, that's um, yeah. That's only only in the space of about a month. So. Firstly, crypto is right now at the lowest it's been in a 
Wow. Yeah, I think um, I think somebody pointed out it's going to be down hard until 2022 until there's a big jump again. As somebody pointed out recently, I mean, there's a lot of logistics behind it. I mean, there's ups and downs at the stock market. We all know this. But yeah, finish your thought before I, I rant a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think for it to be able to be a viable thing that, yeah, I think Fajari says it quite well there. There's There needs to be legislation that stops these shit coins being able to be a thing someone shouldn't just be able to make crypto right in the same way someone can't just make a currency there needs to be laws in place that make it viable but then like you said then then it's it's not different from a normal currency and exactly that's what i'm saying it's like you want to talk about the future replacing the dollar doing this sure we can have conversations about it but when these pump and dump schemes happen it's like that's the future you want where people lose their ass because they trusted an influencer and it it makes me ashamed sometimes to even think about that the Mm -hmm. word influencer is almost going to lose it, it, its its meaning one day because of these scumbags, money-hungry mm-hmm. people who get away with scam, literally scamming kids into doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's sad to think that people out there who already made it already have money and their fortune, their fame, their, mm-hmm. already have that and still do shit like this. Yeah, what is the fucking I, point? <laughs> I think there's a lot of people in chat, particularly right now, talking as if it's a scam. It's it's not. But some cryptos definitely are. Some cryptos, the ones some guy has just made overnight to make some money, right. those are fucked and they're terrible to invest in. But there is ones out there who are doing legitimately good things that have applications for the world and right, right. why it could be useful. Right. Those are the ones that should be allowed, and that's why I think there should actually have to be laws in place where cryptos <laughs> might need to be approved or something. Buy card points or crypto keys, bro. <laughs> and chat. Yeah, I know. How, I how, how long? How long is it before you can fucking invest in gold points? Yeah, and um, and, and, and Robinhood, for example, I don't know if you saw this, got fined. Seven, I think it was seventy million dollars for fucking everybody over with GameStop, but I think thirteen mil goes to the actual victims they got screwed the rest goes to the government or whatever so even with the stock market there, there's there's so many problems i mean there's always gonna be problems with shit like that scams and you know say, you know you, you you play their game they pull the plug and say game over but then they can scam you all they want right you know what so we already know how the game where everyone knows how the game works but it's like you said crypto in spirit is important right there's potential in it is it close to being viable absolutely not um but you look at this one specifically it, it, it crushed my chest reading about the lie about Save the Kids. I'm like, dude, how, how, what do I even start with that, man? What in the fuck are you – like, what is going on with that, man? Zero soul, they, zero compassion. Like, what is that? If they were even – even if you were thinking about doing that, why would you make it one with ties to a charity? Right. That's so- and who knows how many other wallets they have tied and, and, and you know – Whatever the deal is, who knows how many other scams they pulled? You never know. But uh, let me pull up this article. Robinhood finds that yeah, it was seventy mil record settlement here. It's like this is separate from the crypto, of course, but it's just going to show you that the mm-hmm. scams people are pulling these days is is outrageous. Greed is the worst mm-hmm. sin. Um, and thank you so much, Soda's back. Really appreciate that, hey, brother. If I got a chance to watch the podcast, like it with the great work. Much love to you, Soda. Really appreciate that. Um. Damn right, Fajari. Damn right. And bye. Fajari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fajari. Yeah, drip on point today, man. Yeah, I want to wear my my, uh, my summer my summer shirt. Sam's drip on point today as well. Let's go, man. Perfect. Um, cock points to the moon. I mean, look, look at Dogecoin, for example, right? Elon Musk personally killed it after SNL, his appearance. Dogecoin crashed 
after his appearance I'm there. I'm so confused. I'm so confused what his perspective is on that. Because he called it he a hustle, that, and then he yeah, and he, he kind of and he crashed it. it, and then he came back to explain how he's working with them. I, I don't know what the guys. That, that, that's the thing, man. It's like yeah, crypto and spirit. I get what it's going for. I respect this new idea of you know currency and this new way to live. The dollar could crash. There's some backup. I, I get it. I really do. But when you look at these pump and dump schemes, I, I just see no future with it. At least not while I'm mm-hmm. living. I'll be dead when I think it'll mm-hmm. be viable. That, but hey, in I the next so, 20 baby. years, next 20 years, we could blow our minds, right? We'll be seven years old talking, hey, remember when we had a podcast, you know, 30 years ago and we used to talk about crypto not being viable and mm-hmm. how it is? I mean, yeah, we, 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 can, we, can, we can bite our words one day. I'll be happy to do so. But right now, mm-hmm. it's like it needs regulation. But then when it does get regulation, is it any different from the dollar? The government would have too much control over it. It's like it, it, a lot of gray areas, yeah, 50-50s, double-edged swords, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's at hard. the end of the day, two things. One someone is always going to be able to control it. with any currency. That's just the nature of currency. Someone has to have some form of influence, right. right? Right. Secondly, I think the biggest part of the potential of crypto is the idea of creating this global currency. Yeah. Right, right, right. The, like the idea of a currency that you can use anywhere in the world. I think that's amazing. That is cool. That is cool. But then you talk and about. I think, I think that in itself is enough to kill the dollar, the pound. The oh, euro, for sure. No, absolutely. Once they figure out how to, how to, yeah, once they figure out how to do it, it it's game. But if, if you can just go into any shop and spend these things, if crooked politicians yeah, live off the dollar, their wealth is the dollar. Will they ever allow for regulation to be passed to seemingly transition us to a crypto era where crypto is accepted more? At least in the U.S., probably not. Other countries, they'll start doing it probably before us, before the U.S., I mean. But <laughs> I, I just don't see a lot of politicians being on. They can make money off crypto, too. But I see them having their wealth off the dollar, kind of persuading them to say, you know what? Let's just not, in our lifetime, see the crypto era yet. Let's wait on that. So, you know what? We'll, I, we'll, see. we'll see. I think what, what it's going to take is I think it's going to take getting to the point where people our age who grew up with these things are those politicians in power? Run for office, yes. Run for office and replace these old farts and know what the fuck they're doing. And then yeah. they, they, when you yeah, have, 100%. When, when you have this old era gone, right? And the boomer era, politicians, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Congress and all that is filled with people who've grown Absolutely up around technology. Fucked. Yeah, I mean, then, right, then right, I think yeah. that's where potential, the potential becomes a thing. Because a lot uh, yeah. of these people, the people, the people who will our age one day be going on to do that, are right. the people who own crypto. They have crypto. I've said this too. I'm like, look, when those old farts are gone, right? The issue is you have new people like us take office and are stupid and try to do this and fail. Or do you have people new take office, like you were saying, where they are knowledgeable and they try to pass it the right way? Or even a third option where you get descendants of these old crooked politicians that continue the legacy of their elders. They used to be mm-hmm. politicians and they just continue the same garbage for generations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, it can go three ways. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, hopefully hoping for the better, but because no matter what side of politics you're on, you can't deny the fact that all the people in it are these old people who have backwards old mindsets. Oh, like, all day. No matter, Don't matter yeah, what the fuck it is. Like all Trump, day. Trump, Trump, Biden, whichever your side, they've got different opinions, but they both have the same idea that, they're living 30 yeah. years. I, I, I hate to break it to people that uh, kill each other over politics, but it's it's like the, it's like different sides of the same coin and no one actually gives a same. fuck about They're you. Nobody actually gives a fuck <laughs> about you. It's, it's all, all bullshit politics. Anyway, yeah. uh, great conversation, by the way, but moral of the story, influencers, you know, do your due diligence. Look at who you're watching. Don't, don't let 
non-financial advisors don't tell you how to, yeah, don't, or don't watch phase. Don't let a non-financial advisor tell you how to invest and, and support them. No, it's like the greed is just unreal. But I, somebody pointed out in chat, it's a good reality check. For those out there, they may blindly follow what their favorite YouTuber says. Don't do it. Don't be a sheep. Do your own research. Do your homework. You know, verify what they are saying learn, before you make the decisions. Me. Don't take... Never take financial advice from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok of all, yeah, TikTok of all places, man. That's a whole other can of worms. I'm just like, yikes. TikTok is just, I, I love the people that have collaborated and built careers off of it. Great for them that, you know, sharing things with the world we might not have seen, you know, otherwise. But the scams people pull are just unreal, dude, especially on TikTok. Because I think fuck. it's, I think, I think TikTok is a cool concept and it's a cool platform. But I think it's a cool second platform. Yeah, it's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't think like say it's good for like a YouTuber to also have a TikTok or a streamer to also have a TikTok. But I don't think you can be a TikToker. I mean, you can unless you're getting brand money. deals consistently and you're living is all because you don't make money you off short term content. You, you just unless but it's, I it's think a yeah, if if you're doing that, like sure there are people who have made it into a career definitely, but. At the same time, you can't call yourself a content creator or creative in the slightest because it's not. It, it it's a side platform to me. I think. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, "Can we ban scalpers, dude?" That's another thing too. I don't know if the pandemic hit PS Five supply that hard. What the hell happened there? I don't know what the deal is with. I it's mean, still in the gut. It's PS Five supply so, is I mean, still just non-existent. Yeah, and then you talk about scalpers. It's like it's, I mean, like I said, chat. What did I say? Greed, the worst sin. People care all about the money, man. It's all about money. And and what do you do? You die? You take the money with you? Nope. Mm -hmm. I mean, leave it to your kids, but come on. <laughs> There's so much more to life than money. And then that's why I, I try so hard. And I think I've done a, a pretty decent job in the last year of not focusing so much on analytics and, you know, YouTube revenue. And it, it's like li live the life the way you want it. Enjoy everything you can. Live the dream. Do the job you want to do. But letting money and numbers and all these these all these made up fucking systems take over your life is so meaningless you're losing when you're not enjoying life because of things that aren't going to matter when you're dead anyway you know what i mean just just figure out a way yeah. to balance that but uh all that aside let's get to aliens dude <laughs> a bit of a transition point call it 2021 off called for like a half hour <laughs> yeah great discussion we'll do more of that next week when Fajardi's back he loves finance so we'll get back to that asap Let's talk about yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. very interesting topic, Call of Duty 2021, and I hope we're okay. Big YouTubers and Call of Duty partners have shown this image from Charlie Intel, journalists that work with Activision, so I think we're okay here. Call of Duty 2021. What is this? Say it again? Have I even seen this? What is it? Call of Duty 2021, codename Slipstream. The alpha is coming to PlayStation exclusively oh. this summer, just like Cold War. And... According to people that have access to Battle.net, the back-end database references this alpha as 35 gigabytes on PlayStation. So the internal alpha slipstream isn't the name of the Call of Duty. It's the, it's the red door, like we have with Black Ops Cold War, the code name. Look up what slipstream actually means, right? I put it up in a video recently. It was actually a sitcom, I think, in 2009. And the sitcom was about a fictional story from World War II where the Nazis found alien technology and UFOs and used it to their advantage over the Allies. So the Second World War played out a bit differently in this slipstream sitcom. But I want to remind you guys that World War II DLC 4, let me pull this up real quickly, DLC 4 of World War II actually had, surprisingly, a UFO in one of the war maps. 
So was that a hint as to what they're planning on doing next? Let me let me pull this up real quickly. World War II DLC 4 trailer. Let's pull this, this. Let's see if they show the UFO in the trailer. I can't remember. The Shadow War, right? And, and this DLC had a focus on fighting for this secret technology, right? Before the Nazis get their hands on it, right? What do you think about that, Sam? Yeah, Aliens? I, believe, in, in... I, I remember that map. You could use, like, the zombie wonder weapons and right. stuff, I think, if I remember right. rightly. Right. Um, I think it's an interesting concept. I mean, as we saw with the Red Door, that turned out to actually have... I mean, Meaning, we, thought right. of, uh, we, th we thought at first it was just a code name, but it right. actually had a lot of relation to the game. Yeah. Um, yep. So, so I think the game was codenamed Zeus, but the alpha file internally was the Red Door, if I'm not mistaken. Unless mm -hmm. I, I yeah. flip-flop that. I believe that's that's what it was. And, and this... and this, Granted, it's far from guaranteed that it's the same, but if it is, then... This seems to be the only World War II connection to the name Slipstream. Right. Um, the actual definition of a Slipstream itself I just had is a region behind a moving object in which a wake of fluid is moving. Uh, I, I don't understand any well, of that. Look, um, look, look up the Slipstream Wikipedia page about the sitcom. I'll pull that up as well once this trailer's done playing. That is what got yeah. me really interested in this. I'm like, wait a second here. What is going on? Wait, COD Twitter posted a GIF of a... UFO? Wait, where was this? Hmm. No, no, that's true. Um, yeah, crossover with World at War. I would love to see that, man. I want to see a, a World at War, a gap between World at War and Black Ops 1. Maybe it could be focused a little bit on in uh, in Vanguard. But, uh, yeah. Another, another thing I've just found here, Slipstream is also a genre altogether. Um, it's a kind of fantastic or non-realistic fiction that crosses conventional boundaries, it says. Crossing conventional boundaries with the Second World War by telling a fictional story, whereas World War mm -hmm. II 2017 was almost like a direct adaption trying their best to stay historically accurate. This game might say, you know what, fuck that. Let, let, let's go crazy with sci-fi while making this interesting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we, we had heard this idea that they were going to do some alternate version. Yep, exactly. Um, on World War II before, and while it may not be the 50s thing, I mean, it could still be the 50s thing, uh, that could still happen. Right. We don't really know too much about it yet. Yeah. Um, I guess the reveal, I believe, Cold War was August, right? Late August was the Warzone event, correct? If I'm not mistaken. So, so we'll probably start hearing something in the next few weeks. Um, right. I wouldn't be surprised if we find something in the Season 4 Reloaded files. Because references to the event were removed or encrypted more. I think Season 5 is the big season for, like, the Vanguard event, the Games of Summer for Cold War. There's a lot that's going to happen in Season 5, which is really interesting. But I'll put up the better image of the UFO. I know Matt posted it on Twitter. Let me pull this image up if I can find it. Um, so, oh, here it is. It looks crazy, dude. And usually, like, Advanced Warfare, for example, drop World War II weapons to tease their next game. What if DLC 4 of World War II War Mode was teasing some sci-fi shit in their next Call of Duty? You know what I mean? Even though their next COD was COD 2020 at one point, what if they still had some blueprints for, like, another game in the future they wanted to do dealing with sci-fi? Crazy shit here, man. Crazy shit here. Alien... Oh, Operation Arcane. Alien-level technology here. I mean, this is seriously something. I mean, people out there that were judging this game already i'm like does this not sound cool to you a sci-fi alien twist on the second world war i'm like is this not cool this is interesting I like the idea this is crazy i'm down for I this mean, to be real, i mean we saw people got bored with world war 2 
I think this could help prevent that. And this won't this won't be historically accurate, historically accurate either from from the sounds of it. So if you get bored of this, I'm like, what are you asking for? You want a futuristic game? You want a modern game? You want a historically accurate game? Or do you want a sci-fi different? I mean, what else could they do? How many other stories could they tell at this point? I mean, realistically, where else was this game going to go? So Cold War's done. Modern Warfare is done. You can't. Vietnam was. Done, done. Cold War, really. They haven't done the Korean War, not, which would be interesting. I mean, yeah. they haven't done. I mean, maybe that's then, too controversial right now, but I mean, as well, the big thing with that as well is it's not as well known a conflict. It's big, sure, but I don't think it's as well known a conflict as anything else they've touched on before, right? Um, and I can't see them doing futuristic because they have yet to really do one that's universally liked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. 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 So, I mean, like, granted, that, that a lot of them have big followings and stuff, but I don't think they've really done one that was universally loved, so I don't think they're going to do that again. At least not for a long time. So, did they really have another option apart from World War II? Not really, no. And, um, and Sledgehammer's and a new studio as well. So. Yeah. I mean, Sledgehammer's basically a different studio altogether. They've way different. Way so different. much. I don't know that anyone with any real influence at the studio is still there. Right. It's almost that Civil War era. And I'm like, is that appealing enough, though, for a COD game? If you go back to, like, the, the War of 1812, you know, the French Revolution. I mean, the, people are already bored cool of World game. War II. With, I'd, I mean. I'd, I'd like to see a game like that, but I don't know if COD's the franchise to do it in. And how do you integrate, with, how do you integrate um, that with Warzone? I mean, how do you how do, you do big-scale yeah, maps, how, how, building how, cities? Yeah. I mean, you can't. Just, you just can't. Everything's a forest. <laughs> Everything's a fucking yeah. forest or a small town. Like, I mean, I think that, that's way too repetitive. That's way too repetitive. It, not right. to mention every we every weapon takes like several minutes. Everything's a, mu a musket. <laughs> Everything's a mu you're on muskets and horses. Uh, you, just, you just have diff you just have different types of muskets. Even World War One. I, I mean, if it, World War Two, I think is so much more interesting because of the whole sci-fi German alien Nazi plot they can they can pull out. But World War One, it's I, I don't know. I mean, it, I quite like. I mean, Battlefield One. It wasn't exactly a realistic World War One, perfectly, but it, in a tried, lot of it, ways, it was quite realistic, and it was a pretty, in my opinion, it's one of the best battlefields. Um, fair, fair. It, it it is quite a unique setting, and I think if COD took the same approach, where they are largely accurate with it, but also kind of loose with the accuracy, they could probably pull it off. Fair, but I don't, I don't know if it would appeal to the average fan. Um, that game, it had a couple full auto weapons, but it was mostly semi-auto stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that I can see COD ever trying that. I, totally. I don't yeah, think totally. they did. They, they'd never go further back than World War Two. I'd yeah. like to finally see a World, World War Two game in COD that doesn't just end with the end of the war, because that's now two World War Two games in a row they've done that. Um, which I'm almost positive this game is going to go so far out that people are going to be like, wow, this game is... Cr I think people are going to be blown away by it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the reveal so they could just shut people up and hopefully bring some interest in it uh, here on YouTube. But the whole thing with Aliens, right? It's almost like a perfect opportunity to bring Extinction back. But Zombies is already rumored. And I'm like, see, this is what I mean, right? If this game is going to go all out with sci-fi and Aliens and whatnot, then... How how much of a missed opportunity is it to not explore that in a co-op mode? It's not zombies. To make mm -hmm. sure that zombies doesn't get a burnout again. So that you wait till Chair comes back in 2023 with zombies and, it, and it's fresh. But if you do zombies every single year again, it's like, well, <laughs> now what, right? I mean, putting it out there, could they do aliens in the Dark Ether story? 
so recreate the Apothecan Keeper war a little bit yeah. and and bring us like, a, like an alien influence. I mean, yeah, you you could, but I don't know, man. There's a lot, there's a lot that can happen here, but lots of potential, lots of potential. I'm a huge Extinction fanboy, as you guys know, chat. So that's that's why I'm advocating for an alien type mode to come back, something to just fill that void zombies leaves behind when it's not a Treyarch here. It's a good idea to just try something different, I think. You have to. to. Yeah, I have just to. accidentally turned on my PS5. Oh, um, yeah, I heard that one. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it would be a good idea for them to try something different. Right. Generally, you're saying unique. Um, right. It's kind, of, it's kind of been proven that no other studio can really do zombies like Treyarch. Um, maybe if Treyarch do have as much influence as has been reported, then... Perhaps it, it see, could be that successful. This is the thin ice I was talking about, right? You talk about rumors and leaks from even verified insiders out there. It doesn't matter who they are. They're always walking on thin ice because, as you guys have probably seen lately, there's a lot of conflicting information. You have one, people, one person saying, oh, yeah, Treyarch has a lot of influence on Sledgehammer for zombies. Another person came out and said, oh, it's not really big influence. It's just Treyarch assisting them in Easter eggs and whatnot. And then somebody else came out and was like, oh, no, that's not true at all. Treyarch has nothing to do with Sledgehammer's next game. So you have multiple angles of information here. That's why I always say, chat, I'm just reporting the news. I'm not a leaker. I'm not, a, I'm not an insider in the gaming industry. I always remind you to just take it with a grain of salt if we do talk about those rumors. And do keep in mind that even the best insiders out there, the best leakers that exist, could be wrong, get fed bad information, or get information that changes over time. People out there have a hard time understanding that when it comes to you know rumored info and stuff in a matter of days you know information could change drastically a complete 180 so always remember that but i, I personally think if you ask my opinion Treyarch doesn't have that big of an influence on vanguard zombies it's probably just something minor like you know storyline corrections easter egg tips if they are going to tie everything in together which it seems like they are so big opportunity to tell a world war ii era zombie story again this somehow is a prequel to d machina if they want to go that route i mean totally totally possible and if Outbreak goes free to play, then I wonder how Sledgehammer is going to deal with that. Will they have their own Outbreak? A war-like zombies mode with, you know, different systems and mechanics? I mean, so many questions with, with how they can do that eventually. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you feel about the uh, exclusive alpha for PlayStation? People are still pissed about that. And I'm like, you guys forget Sony signed a contract for like five, six years again? <laughs> yeah. People were pissed about that last year. Yeah. And I, I expect the same to happen. Um... People won't be happy again, almost certainly, but it, it will be what it will be. Um, yeah, I, I don't see it going away anytime soon. That's going to, I mean, yeah, as, as you said, they probably signed a contract for a good few years. And that same contract that included the free exclusive mode thing, that right. probably included that, the alpha, right. the alpha stuff too. I think it's people uh, that, that but, still are on that console war shit. They're like, oh, Sony ponies, PlayStation sucks. And it's like, I mean, you can think what you want, but PlayStation is clearly, is clearly the dominant platform for Call of Duty right now and has been for many years. So that, if that changes, you'll I see something imagine. different, but, you know. Because Modern Warfare had the PlayStation exclusive alpha as well, it's, didn't it's, it? It was Gunfight. Yeah, Gunfight 2v2 was Modern Warfare. I, I always forget about that. So the deal was only started in BO3. That deal started at, at that point, got renewed because it expired, I think, after BO4. It got renewed for Modern Warfare onward, if I'm not mistaken. That's, I think that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd imagine that's what happened, and that's why um, perhaps a different deal was made in between that, um, because BO4 is quite a different situation to every other game. Where so it's like the, weak, a, the weak difference instead of, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I think it's possible that they renewed for Black Ops 4 and then renegotiated to get something different. For my, yeah, that's true too, yeah. 
because because BO4 is weirdly different to every other game. Fair point. Fair point. I I definitely mm-hmm. think that's a fair point. You know, uh, that so deal. I don't know. I, I don't know if they've signed like a one-year deal or if they just tried to go back to get them to renegotiate and throw out the old one. Or, I don't know, we'll never know really what happened behind the scenes for that. Yeah, and Jessup, no, I, I'm just speaking from, from a, a factual standpoint. Objectively, PlayStation is the dominant platform for Call of Duty. That's why Activision has chosen mm-hmm. to partner with Sony on these deals. That's why the, the deal exists. If the player base was relatively equal, then they probably wouldn't have a deal like that. But PlayStation is a dominant platform for Call of Duty. And that, why do you think Battlefield partnered with mm-hmm. Xbox? Direct competition. <laughs> there, I'll pull it up right now. Battlefield partnered with Xbox recently, so it's like that. It's just Call of Duty and PlayStation mm-hmm. versus Xbox and Battlefields. I mean, healthy competition. They don't care. They're making money, but uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. I mean, that, that deal is probably going to last for a little bit longer. Luckily, though, it's, it's changed drastically. It used to be a month difference. Now and then it was a week difference. Now it's just no difference at all, except small things like that: an alpha going live early or a, uh, a game mode being exclusive for a year. Stuff like that. It's not, it's not really anything uh, as crazy as it used to be, in my opinion. To be honest, the exclusive mode's probably a bigger burn than the alpha. Um, but it's, That's um, if, yeah, it's if you care about a slot, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, they're never going to make anything too out there with these exclusive modes. Right. It's always just going to be it's always just going to be stuff that utilizes the existing content. Right. To make some example, but. I mean, yeah, they're going to continue to make something. I'm interested to see what Vanguard does. Right. Um, I I honestly don't know what it would be if it's true that Treyarch Zombies is returning. Then it might just be Onslaught again. Um, right. Or Outbreak, I wouldn't be surprised if they... Not Onslaught. I wouldn't oh, be surprised f- if they just make... For Vanguard. Oh, for Vanguard, just like one mode. Like, okay, yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the exclusive mode again. I mean, if it is actually just basically Treyarch Zombies, but in Vanguard, if Onslaught's been popular enough, as it probably has, because they've made like 30 variations on it. I still can't, I, you um, know, it's still shocking to think about that because I launched Onslaught was like, okay, you know, we were just kind of like, you know, shrugging our shoulders, enjoying it. I was like, all right. And I they, 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 they I, fucking revamped the shit out of it so well. I love it. I love it now. Because I played it the first time and think thought like, this is cool and I'm having fun, but I'm not going to play this again. <laughs> You don't want to pull a, uh, uh, I'll call this out real quick, a Greg FPS. I mean, I, I, gotta, I want to ask him about this later. When he was like, we won a game of Blackout, and he was like, I'm just not having oh fun. <laughs> oh, Greg, man, I, miss, I miss our Blackout games, bro. That was so fun in BO4. Um, yeah, there's Speaking that. Which, that yep. Segway, segway. Into, a topic segway. Into, a to- into a topic that's not on the list. Perfect. BO4 being free. Yeah. I was going to bring that up at some point, and I actually probably would have forgot, to be honest, but perfect segue there. Yeah, chat, I brought this up in a video uh, last night, and we talked about it a little bit on the stream the other day. Black Ops 4, from July the 6th to August the 2nd, will be free to play. And as a correction, if you download it one time on your PS4 or 5, you keep it forever. It'll always be in your library. Don't have to worry about you losing it. You don't. You don't even have to download it. Just go. In fact, you don't even have to go onto your PlayStation. You can just go on the app and add it to your library. On the app, that. on the there you go on the app, and that, that, that's also I, they revamped the app by the way. The app is sick. They, they fixed it because it was shit before. The app is so much better. It was it's so really shit a couple years ago, and they fixed it drastically. <laughs> um, so th- that's crazy, chat. One thing I'll point out, which was funny, is that somebody out there put out a tweet that was like calling out people making eight minute videos about BO4 going free to play. They're like, what is the clickbait? What? And then somebody was like, well, it's not really free to play because Xbox and PC don't get it. And you have to have PS plus. They were going all technical with it, calling people out for like eight minute clickbait video. I thought it was hilarious. 
Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically, a zombies YouTuber had uh, made a video about it and got called out for uh, eight minute eight minute stretch. I thought that was funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I think yeah, this I think is. I know who you mean. Yeah, um, this might be the part of the COD cycle where everybody says Vo4 was an underrated gem and, and people missed out. People out there that might not have bought the game because YouTubers were bashing on it. So they might have skipped it. Now they're going to play it for free and say, hey, what the hell did I miss? What is this? Holy shit. And that was all the content that I I'm want in Cold War. It's right here in BO4. I'm excited to see what people make a blackout. Because oh, I, yes. think that's, I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing that comes from this. 100%. Like, there isn't a campaign. The multiplayer is... It's, Whatever. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's nothing special. I play so much more blackout like, than multiplayer. It, yeah. Like it's it is nothing special, but Blackout was a battle royale that was good, but it suffered from being the only full price battle royale at the time. Right. Like and on top of time, that, didn't have crossplay. Yeah, budget got cut halfway. Was, like, yeah. At the time, it was the only battle royale that wanted the sixty dollar price tag. Um, yeah. yeah, and it suffered from that. But I think now, if people actually go and give it a try. Firstly, the noob lobbies are coming back, so Ooh, that's a yeah. Might have to do. Might have to do a stream um, real quick. Smack a smack a few lobbies real quick. Yeah, um, because that game has got so sweaty. Um, but also, you look at like World War Two was free for a while, and so was BO Three. That game is still filled with noob lobbies because so many people went and claimed the free copy. Oh yeah. Um, it's also I, you see, notice notice that, the pattern, right? Every year they release a new COD free to play on PS Plus. That, that's I think it's another part of their deal actually with Sony <laughs> is. Every year, and we've seen this consistently. I think it was Modern Warfare Remastered. Then it was World War II. They went free. Then it was something else. What am I missing? I'm missing something. Somebody has a list. I got to pull up the list. Maybe I'll pull BO3. up the video tonight. BO3. Yeah. Yes, yes. BO3. I missed BO3. They, they, they did a, they did that a, was kind of outside of this cycle. That right, outside of this cycle. Of right, right, right. Cycle. But Activision seems to be going on this pattern. And what are we leading up to? Modern Warfare is going to go free to play next year before the sequel. How crazy is that going to be? The full entirety of Modern Warfare will go free to play. Because there is a chronology there, because it went World War Two, now BO4. Presumably. Yeah. I think, Modern yeah. Because Mo- yeah. Modern Warfare Remastered, I mean, they could have gone with Modern Warfare Remastered or Infinite Warfare. Modern Warfare was probably the right call. Right. Um, so I was like, oh, I think it was like BO3, Modern Warfare Remastered, World War Two, and I'll BO4, or something, something like that, yeah. So pre- pre- presumably, they could do Modern Warfare. Um, yep, next year, perfect timing before the sequel. Get people interested. How insane would that be? By this, I, you see, you see, I think right now that game is probably still selling copies. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no need to put it free to play uh, right now. That's still selling for sure. But That's I selling. think by next year, by next year, I could I could see it happening next summer. Definitely. I think that's their new approach now. It's like you release one game free to play each year. You got your regular release. You got your Warzone mm-hmm. integration. You, I mean, <laughs> COD Mobile. They have it. Na- like, that's what I'm saying. Activision has it nailed down so well. Their system, that is. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. The way they have things handled right now is insane. Super profitable for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's interesting to see how Blackout is affected by this. What I want to have, right, is the conversation with everybody in the community who may have disliked Blackout. Let's conversate about how Blackout was ahead of its time and did things that Warzone still hasn't done. Not just swimming, but character quests, Easter eggs, mini events with boss fights, you know, zombies-related shit. Uh, just... The, the soul Blackout had is the soul that Warzone, to me, is still looking for. It, that's the way I see it, right? Um, everybody can disagree okay, with that. You Black, know what I mean? Black, I think Warzone feels like an attempt to capitalize on the popularity of the genre. Right. Blackout felt like there was some passion there. Lots of passion. 
and there it, was a multi-year like, plan felt, for blackout that didn't happen obviously as well they, like, it, it felt like they wanted to be making this and they had creative ideas and they had ways to make it unique but at the time the idea of vehicles in a battle royale wasn't insane. insane literally insane. Uh, sw- swimming water zombies it was something new absolutely insane and i don't think it got as much push as it could have done Right, uh, had yeah. it been free to play, you, you, it, there's a lot of factors in that. Free to play, cross play. I mean, Treyarch had to step away halfway through the cycle to work on Cold War. So if none of the if, if Treyarch's new game would have came out this fall like it was supposed to, 2021, mm-hmm. Blackout had a th- I think I was a two or three year plan that they wanted for Black mm-hmm. Ops Four and Blackout altogether. The game was meant to last forever, man, or not forever, but at least for a full cycle, right? Zombies and Blackout, maybe not multiplayer, but zombies and Blackout, multi year or a multi year support system, which didn't happen so let's see because it didn't even it didn't even it didn't even really go get a full year it got half a year of full support in it and then half a year of half support yeah Um, clutching the best again thank you john for becoming a member much love man appreciate you uh yeah it's actually insane to see what could have been but hey now that it's free to play people can actually look at that and say hey the player base ain't dead we can enjoy maybe they'll, maybe they'll bring in other LTMs that haven't come back yet in a while like this is a pandemic whole I mean it's kind of ironic not to bring back but pandemic the zombie mode playing turn no people are like oh, oh yeah people want to play turned in zombies you can play turned in blackout play as a zombie with fucking Hell's Retriever you know it, it was a cool ass mm-hmm. mode I mean so many great modes in, in blackout they were just incredible they kept a few in but uh, jetpacks uh, the grapple I mean oh dude. Blackout was just such, it, unique such unique gameplay. I what? couldn't stop playing it. I was addicted, man. Fuck. To me, I think Blackout was a unique mode. I think Warzone is just a big game of multiplayer. I've said the same um, thing with the loadout system. It's a big game of multiplayer with people using the favorite loadouts or YouTubers told them to use, making new meta every update, relying on YouTubers to, to read patch notes. I'm like, I just, I, there's no soul in that to me. Whereas Blackout just was such a different yeah. vibe. You know, it, it, it was awesome. Um, I felt like get, get every match of Blackout felt more unique. Whereas right. Warzone, right. I feel like every every game you play, you right. play the same. You drop in the same places. You get the same loadout. Yeah, you, and that's why I, I, I prefer thing. Blackout, but when you compare the two logistically, it's like, is it really fair, though? Not really, right? Totally different, totally different uh, approach to Battle Royale. Because realistically, Warzone... I mean, Blackout is cooler. Blackout's cooler, but Warzone's better because it has been given more of a chance. Right, right. Gameplay-wise, um, mechanics, uh, support, yeah. and they, integration. They put more and, into it. Yeah, they put more into it. No shit. Raven, and the funny thing is people are like, oh, comparing the two, and it's like, wait, Raven made both. <laughs> so Raven took what didn't work with Blackout, fixed mm-hmm. it in Warzone. I mean, are you surprised about that one is no. like mm-hmm. theoretically better than the other in terms of XYZ? You can like one mm-hmm. over the other, but... Raven has made sure to fix Blackout's problems in Warzone, if that makes sense. Even though there's no swimming, that's kind of mm-hmm. stupid, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean with that. <laughs> that's kind of what we're looking at. It, it makes me question, though, who the fuck was making Blackout 2 then? So if Raven just made, like, two, it, another Blackout, and then... I, yeah, th- that's a whole other conversation I'm very confused about as well. Euro Mountains was going to have underwater caves, or the boss fights, fucking... Yeah. It was it was going to take what Blackout did and just... Shoot it into space, create go crazy on steroids no, with, with the updates. It's it's impossible to deny that Euromantis exists. We've seen the map. There's evidence which people still do deny that exists. Oh, it, it wasn't real. I mean, people still are stupid and deny everything. But the, I mean, little the, gameplay that's out that there. Showed all, 
that, that like there was a map that showed off the zoo and stuff before zoo was announced for this game there's a leaked so, screenshot um, of zoo from like i think it was february or maybe before that of people playing on zoo with, and the, the alpha Black build Hunt. and it's the same app that just released the blackout hunt same app that just released in uh an outbreak same region um so i'm confused on the timeline there and what happened. what because uh, here's why i get confused right people say that warzone was pitched before blackout even came out for infinity ward i'm like okay i, I understand that but if that's the case, they just expect Warzone to last one year and then go back to Blackout for Cold War. They were like, oh yeah, let's pitch Warzone for just that one year of Modern Warfare and then we'll go back to Blackout and like, what? Yeah. I'm kind of confused and, on and, that. And what, like, like, and what was the Euro Mountains map made for? Was it made for Fireteam and Outbreak? Was it made for Warzone or was it made to be I a almo- second Blackout? I almost think it was made to be a Isn't- second Blackout, but then when that got scrapped because Warzone was doing so well, they said, you know what, let's not waste this and let's, let's bring this into both multiplayer and zombies instead in the form of two different modes, mm-hmm. fire team and Outbreak. And then they said, all right, it's not coming to Battle Royale. But other rumors suggested it was going to come to Warzone. So I'm like, would they have ported? Because they, they ported Rebirth. They ported Rebirth. I'm sorry, Alcatraz to Warzone, reskin it to Rebirth. So were they going to take this Euro Mountains, port it to Warzone, and just call it blah, 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 you know, the Verdansk mm-hmm. replacement? And then they said, yeah. you know, we're not doing that either. We're going to keep Verdansk because it's too popular. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's... Lots of speculation with that. We don't know. We don't actually know. And then what happened that meant that this year with the Pacific map was the right time for a new Warzone map, but last year it was a bet decision to make a new Verdansk. I think. It, I think that it was. Just, it was time restraints and pandemic fucked everything. They just they, yeah. they couldn't execute what they wanted to. Somebody in chat was like, uh, "Blackout was wasted. Golden egg by Treyarch. Treyarch was stupid by missing a golden opportunity with Blackout." If you ask me, but it wasn't up to them though. That's the thing. They got. Forced to replace Sledgehammer on COD 2020, therefore screwing over Black Ops 4 and their year two plans. So it wasn't the Treyarch said, yeah, we're going to drop BO4. They wanted to continue it. But Activision said, no, you got to you gotta step in and fix Sledgehammer's problem with COD 2020. Sledgehammer can't make a COD this year. You got to fix their problem. Sledgehammer now is capable of making their own COD because they expanded their studios, blah, blah, blah. But last year, it, it wasn't the case. They just couldn't, they couldn't pull it off. It's actually crazy to think about where we were last year and then where we are today with, with the COD scene. It's actually crazy. To look at there mm-hmm. um but yeah there, there's that there's that any other mm-hmm. uh any yeah. other uh points about that before we uh, move on a little bit uh no i think that's everything generally yeah. great but, great but try black try go go try black yeah definitely download bo4 i cannot wait to uh do a throwback bo4 stream uh when is july 6th what the, is that a that is next that's tuesday coming out so maybe maybe next sunday I, we'll we'll do a do a blackout everyone go download if you're on PlayStation, you've got PS Plus. Go download BO4 this Tuesday free. Try yeah. Blackout. Try Zombies. Give it all a shot. It's good. Activision, I'll take my bag now. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I get your point. Uh, Brett and Chad was talking about Trey could have done more with it. And sure, I think I think they, you know, and I'll put this out there. I tweeted Vonderhaar. It's crazy. We're on the one-year anniversary of these tweets, by the way. Uh, I'll try to pull them up later and retweet them. First thing, last year I asked Vonderhaar in a tweet. I said... Was the transit bus ever going to be drivable in Blackout? I wanted that so bad. It was in Remnant. It was in multiplayer, the multiplayer map, <laughs> the museum. Why wasn't it in Blackout? Because we heard rumors that it was going to be in Blackout. And Vonderhaar replied, yes. And I'm like, oh, there was, they had things planned <laughs> that would have been so crazy in Blackout. But again, we weren't able to do it. Uh, that, <laughs> I also had a tweet out last year. I think it said hashtag Black Ops Cold War or something. Because that was the, the leaked name at the time. And he retweeted it. I remember, I remember my, I was, I think it was 4th of July. I was blowing off fireworks. My phone blew oh, up. This. Bro, my phone blew up. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? It was all tweets. And I'm like, 
and it was under my tweet. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the hell just happened here? Vandahar retweeted a tweet where I, where I think I mentioned something like, I'm really excited for what Treyarch has to offer this year. Hashtag Blackouts Coldor because I tra- use the hashtag. And I use yeah. the hashtag because Charlie Intel had reported the leak that day. So I'm like, all right, it's okay to talk about. Vandahar retweets it. The tweet blows the fuck up. Insane. Openly. Openly, openly leaks his own I'm, game. <laughs> openly leaks his confused. own game. I and you I'm know what? Still unclear though on what he does all year round. What is surely yeah. there's not that much? Surely there's not that much work to do in managing the multiplayer team. I want to know what he does like every day. Like that guy goes in the office. Or what does he do, bro? That happened, and I'm like, hold up a second. The tweet got take. He took on the tweet. I think two days later, he unretweeted it. He 100% got told to take it down. There's no way he didn't get told to take it down. That that was actually insane. Like, I- I'm going to try to pull this up. How can I find a tweet from 4th of July, though? It's going to be tough to find. Fuck, bro. I got to... Let me at David Vonderhaar, maybe. Let's see. What is David Vonderhaar's at? Let me... I'm gonna, I am gonna. would love to find it on stream right now, but if not, I'll find it later. But he 100% got told to take it down. There's no way he didn't get in trouble for that. That's like... I mean, he's a higher... He's higher up in, in Activision, but still. I mean, that's... Dude... <laughs> Leaked his own game last year. It was, it was on 4th of July. I remember that. I'm, I'm pulling through tweets right now. Uh, I'm on... Let's see. I'm on June. Let me try to go back to July. If I if it's possible, chat. I might not be able to on stream here, but... Absolutely blown away by that. But yeah, any any other uh, closing statements about the Euro Mountains, free-to-play Black Ops 4? Or are we? I think we're good on that, right? Um... Yeah, I think we've covered everything there. Generally, I mean, there's a lot of mystery around it. We're never going to know what happened. Right. Um, we do mm-hmm. have... Oh, I, f- I found one tweet real quick. I found a tweet where he says yes about the transit bus. Where I say, so what, I'd love to see the transit bus in blackout driving it around while playing as Ted. Was that ever a possibility to be added? Because I also had... Skills. Okay, we're starting from the beginning here. Elon Musk had tweeted transit wasn't that bad. And then and then Chroma was like, I can't believe he actually said this. Disgusting, disappointed by you, Elon. Von der Haar said, laugh my ass off. And I tweeted Von der Haar, transit was too ahead of its time. And Von was like, right? Think how Jimmy could have perfected, effed up life even more with Blackout Map Tech. Holy shit. And I was like, whoa, that's a good segue. You know, will we get the bus in Blackout? God, I wish I could answer this question. Yes. <laughs> Von der Haar, le- <laughs> legendary reply on Twitter. Absolutely <laughs> insane to see him reply to this. I was like, wow. Um, <laughs> but the tweet about Black Ops Cold War, I'll see if I, I pull up. That tweet, I don't think I'll be able to find this one, but it was on July 4th, so maybe it was up here. Let's see. Probably not going to find it. But we do have a topic to go over regarding, apparently, Call of Duty 2023 already being revealed early. A Black Ops 2 era title from Treyarch. It's hilarious to talk about. So before we get to that, though, let's quickly go over some goofy comments with who are these people? Yeah, so we have a couple of comments here. Actually, quite a few that we're gonna we'll, we'll kind of we'll skim through a little bit. We'll go through a couple at least. Let's see what we have. What are we starting with? I hope Activision will lose money and then Treyarch Infinity or Sledgehammer games can actually do good things. They can't really make those decisions, right? So all up to Activision. So you don't want them to lose money, or else Destiny will happen where they make one update every five months. <laughs> you know what I mean? How's this? How's just them losing money result the bag? I think. Just Good point. Uh, that's what happened with BO4. Budgets got cut. This one's funny. 
DLC every three months. Yeah, we know it. It seems like the, this guy forgets that COD used to include 12 plus multiplayer maps at launch. Then we got even more as DLC was released. Cold War launched with what? Seven. Give me a break. Edit. COVID isn't even a valid excuse anymore. Look at what some indie devs have managed to pull off. Not to mention other AAA studios. Why don't? Why are people so stuck on this idea that COVID is not is, is like some excuse that everyone just is bullshitting? They weren't working at the studio. How do you make more content? You're not. You're working from home. It it was an excuse that it's not anymore. I don't right, think it's not now. They can use that as an excuse anymore. They right. should either one be working in the studio now, or two at least be adapted to working in COVID. Right. At the time, it was an excuse. Yeah. And yes, the the launch of Cold War was poor. There was a lot of bugs. There wasn't enough content. They fixed it with season one. Right. But launch was poor. Um, right. But I think everyone's talking about the timing of DLC three. Yeah, every DLC three, every DLC three comes in July. Yeah, people are just salty that um, they they reframe DLC two to be this everlasting experience from February to July that gets updates. Might not like it, but that's the way they did it. Because when, when was yeah? Alpha it's Omega. all July, bro. Garad Krovi, Alpha Omega, all July. Buried. I think it was late summer, late June. Uh, one was fucking Shangri La. I think it was also summer as well. So yeah. I like how he says July night. This guy June, seems to forget. I'm like, bro, I've been playing COD since I was like six, dude. Come on. I know what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it's always July. People are complaining as if there's not been any content. Yeah, that was. I think it's. I, I can get it to an extent because the way we were sold it at first, it, it was as if outbreak was an extra mode. Right, and then they changed and it, it to DLC to be an extra They probably ran out of time to make an extra an extra map, so they said, "Fuck it, we'll just put more time into Berlin and DLC four, and then." Which it was probably a bad decision. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I I'm not the biggest see. fan of that either because it, it was weird the way that it was changed from one thing to another. I'm not a big. I'm not the biggest fan of that either, honestly. Um, but I after I, both I, quests, I, it is DLC too. It makes sense. I think Outbreak would have made for a really cool DLC five, and it would have made for really good year two content. Hundred, oh, hundred percent. A man, yeah, that would have been year two with all the regions no being added. Maps, yeah, I do agree. With two that. was just getting getting LTMs. You get firstly, they should do Outbreak LTMs. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, second, you do having new, you know, new Easter eggs, new maps added, new modes, for sure. new perks and stuff through a year two just to outbreak. I think it's cool. It's a cool idea to keep that as an evolving experience. Hundred percent. That's a lot. That's really good filler content. Uh, you're crazy. Fire team in Cold War absolutely trash compared to Modern Warfare and, and Verdance. Didn't smell Verdance great. You need to sm- you need to stop smoking whatever you're smoking. I, mean, I don't smoke, bro. I got asthma. I can't smoke. Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh my God. This is, dude, I lost my shit on this one. I don't know what you're promoting exactly, but Vanguard has gotten nothing but horrible reviews from everyone involved. The devs are saying it isn't complete. So exactly what is there to be hopeful about? What? What? Re- all we have is, literally <laughs> all we have is the word of Tom Henderson. Is that, what? Granted, the guy's reliable. The guy knows his shit. But I, there hasn't been shit from anyone else. But the guy says oh, nothing but horrible reviews. How do you review a game that's not out? And then he said the devs are saying it isn't complete. What dev has lost their job to say Vanguard isn't complete? <laughs> Where has this happened? Where is this? What have I missed with, with Vanguard? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, let me see. Oh, this one was weird. I, I, I want to address this too. Uh, Viet, Vietnamita subtitles. DK, please put English subtitles. I can't stop watching your videos, but today the language is in Vietnamese. I wanted to address this. That is weird. I don't know how... I need to figure out how to fix that. Subtitles are always, are always in English. I mean, by default. I don't have to even change anything. For some reason, this past week, they were in Vietnamese or, or some other language. I'm like, do I do I not speak English correctly? Do I sound like shit? I'm like, what, what happened? <laughs> it, it, it mixed me with 
some other language there. I'm a YouTube broke or something. That was really interesting. I was like, what happened there? Super weird chat. I'm sorry to hear that. Let me try to figure that out ASAP. Uh, a video about 20 minutes long for no reason. It's like when timestamps exist, I think you can figure out that it's not just for no reason. There's probably multiple topics being addressed that take long to talk about or I rant a little bit about. Uh, I love it. I love it. I just, yeah. When you see eight minute videos that are stretched, that's different, which I never do anyway. But 20 minute vids, clearly they're done for a reason, right? It's not just stretching or any other horse shit. Um, I would have rather two years of Modern Warfare 2 remastered than Modern Warfare 2017 and Cold War. How would that work though? The game launches and there's no content <laughs> for two years straight. How do you play a remastered multiplayer for two years? I, I, I don't really get that, but hey, opinions. Uh, random bit of new news coming out as we talk. They've just updated Slipstream. Again? Mm -hmm. What was the update? It's just got... Um, don't know anything about it. The size... I don't know how big the update was itself. The, the game hasn't grown by much, only a few megabytes. But I don't know how big the update was in itself. It was the PlayStation version that was updated. Spicy. So the alpha's right around the corner, my guys. Campaign mission or multiplayer? I wonder what the, what the uh, alpha's going to entail. Could be like one multiplayer mode. We'll see. Uh, what does this comment say? Let's see. First, oh my god, no way. Say that in the voice of Swag from his reverse boosted double nuke Akimbo Deagle shipment video. <laughs> What's going on there, man? Reverse boosted. I mix up Gaming Revolution and DK, I'm sorry, from Obama, as it seems. Uh, we have totally What's different accents. Yeah, totally different accents. Totally different accents. Oh, this one's fucked up. I talked about the Call of Duty endowment, and somebody replied, I'm not helping veterans get jobs. They can get their own. Fuck that. I don't help no one except my family and friends. Yikes. <laughs> somebody got, somebody had a bad day. Someone's spitting their cereal. Um, let's see. What else we got here? The content and quality of what we have gotten so far in Cold War has killed Vanguard's hype for me. It's making me think this will also happen in Vanguard, and I'm not impressed. I just think, like I said, some people are just not adapting well to the whole season system. They're just not going to be playing COD for that much longer. There's other games to play, so now's your time to jump ship, I think, if anything, if you're not feeling it. I mean, not if, not if you don't like the season system. Every game has a season system there. Well, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, that's another good point, too. There's, there's nothing to play anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everything's just done. I'm not giving Vanguard a chance. I'm sticking with Battlefield 2042 was with me. It's like, why do, people, why do people come out to COD videos and COD channels and talk shit about, you know, joining other franchises? What do you expect to accomplish? I mean, you're trying to cause like a, a civil war in my comments. I don't really get it, man. Buy TGR coin. Bro, Matt, we just talked about crypto for a while. That was funny. We had a good conversation Matt, about that. Matt, I'll invest right now. Matt, That's what I yeah. like, Oh, go ahead. I see this come up, come up in the chat every so often. I'm not the gaming revolution. Did somebody um, say that? Yeah, I can't remember where it was. Wait, I, I think Matt earlier. put a comment in here, actually. Oh, he did. E Bro. Every, ah. every, every time you stream, people think I'm the gaming revolution. Sounds nothing alike. That's pretty funny. Hey, man. Uh, bro, Matt put a comment in our group chat about this. He said... Let me read this. The guy said, guys, Jesus died for you and by his grace, we are saved from eternal death, but only if you accept his free gift of salvation, please turn to him. This is a comment on Matt's World War II Pacific Warzone video. Religious <laughs> comments, bro. What's going on with that, man? What's going on with that? Holy shit. Ooh, I thought you only posted Warzone news. And this one made me laugh because I'm like, out of the three modes I cover, I cover Warzone probably the least. So I'm like, it'd, be, it'd make more sense if you thought I covered multiplayer more or zombies, but... He picked Warzone of all modes. I'm like, wait, what? And the guy replied, bro, what? Do you, bro, what? You really post Warzone? I'm like, yeah, exactly. I don't know where he got that from. It's pretty funny. Um, 
What else we have here? I too enjoy the new gameplay. I hope you effing die in a fire. So this is this is an example. <laughs> Can you read that? With the, yeah. So the title I said gameplay teasers or gameplay secrets, whatever the fuck it was. Because uh, I was talking about some of the gameplay mechanics that got rumored and some of the stuff Cherik was teasing. It didn't say gameplay leaked or it didn't say any of that. The guy read it wrong or whatnot oh. and wrote, I enjoy the gameplay yeah. too. I hope you die in effing fire. It's like, really? You can't read the title correctly? Come on, dude. Jesus Christ. Mm. Talk about a clickable title. People are so negative. Um, what else we have here? Would you guys want to see a video? Of reaction. Oh, yeah, it was. Would you guys want to see a video of me going 13? <laughs> I can't, I can't read this. Would you guys want to see a video of me going 13 and 54 because I played in the sweatiest lobby on Cold War? <laughs> That's a random comment. I'm like, no, we don't want to see negative gameplay on multiplayer. No, we don't actually want to see that. Um, I thought that was funny, man. What else po po post it. Post it. I'll watch it. We're... Yeah, just post it. Second Easter egg, dot, 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 Maruto, and dot, dot, dot. I haven't even done D-Machina. Fuck. No D-Machina or Firebase. Not even Outbreak. Fuck this game. I'm like, what does this mean? You haven't done the egg, so fuck the game. Like, what, is, what do these comments mean, dude? I'm so confused. I'm actually so confused. I'm like, what What are they, What are you getting at here? What are you accomplishing by commenting? You haven't done it, so don't, I don't want content. Thumbnail inaccurate. Peck's, eye, Peck's good eye isn't gouged out. Instant dislike. Oh, that was funny. Rip Fajardi. Um, That's just funny. Fajardi, you're fired. Mode seems to have been added just for the sake of adding content. I'm like, do you not want content? I think I was talking about Fireteam Elements. Fireteam Satlink in this mode. For the, for the sake of adding content. I think he was talking about my review of... Uh, it was either one of the Chamber or Fireteam Satlink, one of them, in multiplayer. And I'm like, do you not want more modes that are maybe new to the game? Uh, I don't really get it. Uh, that was funny. What else we have here? Is there anything coming to Modern Warfare at all anytime soon? I feel like we didn't get enough seasons for it or new maps. I'm like, huh? This is a Cold War cycle. But we will talk about Season 7 later in this we'll, podcast. We'll, yeah, we'll, re we'll We will get to that. So, yeah, you're about two weeks too early with that comment. Uh, the fact that you had to go and say that the gameplay trailer wasn't well-received about Battlefield and the vast majority of it, uh, and the vast majority of people uh, didn't like it, shows that you are indeed an Activision puppet. It has a better like-dislike ratio than your precious Cold War. What the fuck does that mean? Does it mean that does a, a like-dislike ratio reflect the game's quality? What if somebody just trolled and masters mm -hmm. like? Um, God, the Activision mm -hmm. puppet comments are funny to me. Somebody, I think I saw a comment, I forgot the screenshot. It was like, you sold your soul to Activision. I'm like, because I like Cold mm -hmm. War? I can't like the game? <laughs> mm -hmm. What's the deal with that, man? What's the deal with that? I think that wraps things up here. Um, anything else that I missed? I think that's pretty much it. Random extra topic as we're about the halfway mark in the list. Have you seen yeah. anything interesting? Any have you seen anything interesting out of the E three lineup yet? Have I seen all games that I'm interested in? Um, yeah, have you seen anything interesting? I want to say a lot of the Sony exclusives ha have me intrigued because I have a PS five, so I'm like, yeah, mm. why not try them? Um, it, um, there was one that looked great. Was it Returnal? I think it was cool. I always call it Eternal. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I forget some names already. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, I watched quite a few of the uh, the panels. I was like, yeah, pretty cool games. Pretty cool games coming out. I'll, I'll tell you the one that got me was uh, Guardians. Guardians, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Guardians. I remember Guardians for sure. Um, I know what Deviation Games had announced, right? I'm very intrigued about why Sony partnered with them already. It must be oh, something yeah. crazy. That that seems like something that Blundell and them are really proud of. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested in in quite a few projects yeah, on the line. I want I wonder if they had a really interesting pitch or if they got the deal just off of it being them. Yeah, because they used to work um, at, you know, Treyarch or whatnot. They, they have some connections or whatever. Um, 
FNHF will have high up connections. Yeah, FNHF are custom emblems. Oh, of course, dude. All the Nazi swastikas and, and porno emblems, of course. They, the devs got sick of it. But yeah, mm -hmm. there are some poor of these people for this week. We'll get more comments, of course, next week. Got some funny ones in there. Um, yeah, but real quickly, we have a few topics left. We don't want to go too long, but Black Ops 2023. Apparently, a Black Ops 2 era title in the future. Thank you, Phase Beast. DK sold his soul to Activision, a puppet. Yeah, I know, right? I can't like a game without being a puppet or a shell. So what do you think about that, Sam? Already hearing about the next Treyarch title this far out. I mean, do you believe the rumor or is it just somebody guessing and, and, and getting lucky with this? I mean, what's what's up with Black Ops 2023? Firstly, who is the source on this? I've heard this, but where did, where did this come from? I want to say it was Tom Henderson who had heard it from someone else, but I can't remember. It was I get so confused with these sources at this point. It's so fucking nuts. I'd believe it. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily information or if it's a guess, but yeah, I mean, it's what it's what I would have guessed the game would be. Right. Um, I think it's going to be to Black Ops Two what Cold War was to Black Ops One. It's right. kind of a di a direct sequel that's very loosely connected, and it also works very well because you know about the thirty year gap between the past and the future era of Black Ops 2's campaign, where did Mason go for all those years? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you have that. You also have kind of how you can do a sequel to Cold War in a bit of the future. I mean, you can do a lot of things with this, actually. There's a lot that you can do. Instead of just erasing BO2 from the canon, you could just fill in a lot of gaps that weren't told before. But mm -hmm. this is the Black Ops 6, because Black Ops Cold War is considered a Black Ops 5. There even is a logo for it. I don't know, have you ever seen the logo mm -hmm. that leaked out for it? Yeah, there's a placeholder logo for Black Ops Five in Cold War. They leaked on a message of the day, uh, so this will be a Black Ops Six at this point. So, <laughs> what do they even call it? I think it's gonna it's gonna be Black Ops subtitle. It won't be a number. I don't think they'll do numbers anymore. Uh, in my, Maybe I think it's a Bo Four. Black Ops Two, Call of Duty, Black Ops Two, Cold War. <laughs> Black Ops Two, Cold War. Black Ops, Black Ops Cold That's War Two. Black Ops Cold War Two. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I don't even know where you put the number. Yeah. But it's, of course, a great opportunity to do a crossover between Modern Warfare and the future era of this Black Ops game. Because you think about the way they want to bridge everything together, cross all the stories, you know, in one universe. So, without a doubt, you got to explain, where's Task Force 1 for 1 when Menendez took over in 2025? You kind of have to address that at this point if you're tying everything together, right? And the narrative directors of Infinity War, if you, if you remember, left the studio recently... And Jeff Leach, who was the voice actor of Ghost, also got fired. And he had he had said that Activision approached him and the narrative director who used to be there. And they said, we're going in a different direction with the Modern Warfare sequel. So maybe they had a grounded sequel written out for 2022. But Activision said, you know what? You got to tie that into Black Ops. You got to do this, this, and this. And they weren't a fan mm -hmm. of it. Said, you know what? We're not interested. You know, we're going to move on. So this Black Ops, you know. I Go ahead. I wouldn't be surprised if what the game is, if it's not actually black ops 2 era but it's more what black ops 2 was to 2010 to today interesting so yeah it, even yeah i think i think they'd maybe go like not necessarily go 2025 because at that point you you aren't even at a futuristic black ops 2 era game you're in modern day yeah you're modern day by um, the time it releases 100 percent. yeah right, right right yeah right and you're on the jump in two years forward so i wouldn't be surprised if they go like 2040 that yeah, but then at that point it's I, like then how do you how do you have Woods Mason uh, we, uh, Adler mm -hmm. Stitch how do you continue that if you go that far 
So I, maybe, don't, I don't even know. Do they just redo a Black Ops 2 system where you have elements of the future with a whole different crew and then you go back to the past for flashbacks with your OGs? I mean, do you do that again, that element? To I be, mean, you can do a few things with that. I don't think Call of Duty no longer cares about age. Um, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it parent, just doesn't right. make sense anymore. Yeah, it doesn't make Woods sense. Is just some, Woods is just in Modern Warfare with no explanation, and Price is also just in Cold War. Um, so they don't care about logic. Um, right. That's I not wouldn't what's be surprised if they don't necessarily decanonize Black Ops 2, but if they just ignore it. I was saying the same thing, because I'm like, here's what's happening, right? Season 6 of Cold War, what it seems, is setting up young Menendez, who'll play a role... To kind of bridge us from that to the opening of Black Ops 2's campaign. And if that happens, Kravchenko ends up in the Middle East in Black Ops 2, right? Working for Menendez's cartel in the Middle East. And he's in the Dark Ether storyline right now. So will he just leave Dark Ether, that story, and somehow go to the Middle East for whatever reason in Season 6? Mm-hmm. Season 6, to me, is going to be a massive season where if Black Ops 2 is being kept canon, it'll be tying all the shit together from campaign to zombies. It'll be kind of making everything make sense, and then explaining how all that leads into Black Ops 2. But if not, like you said, they'll ignore Black Ops 2, not decanonize it, but ignore it, and just go in a different direction and tell sequels and blah, blah, blah with these characters. Yeah. Totally, totally Cause, a possibility. Because I, I wouldn't be surprised if, say, with the next game, if they just fully ditch the established characters. So make it in the Black Ops universe, but ditch Woods, Mason, Menendez, lot. Right, right. And just... You know, Adler, and I think they might bring back the create your own character thing. Um, Fair. I think that could. I think that could continue to be a thing in COD every year, because I think, I think the reason they did that is because this whole idea of you know representation of different yeah. cultures, races, religions. I think that's a big thing now, and this way means that they don't have to bounce back and forth like oh have we had a female lead character have we had a well, you know what's, you know what's weird about that is have we covered everything but let's not do them all do you think that's a reason why we don't have a crew in zombies not just so you can play as any operator you want because business but they also want that representation mm-hmm. to reflect on who you're playing as in you mm-hmm. know in a zombies well that's also another another quick quick point there but uh mm-hmm. yeah even even david mason right i would love i would love an mcu approach to the next modern warfare where the next Modern Warfare feels like it's an next more to Black Ops, similar to Cold War, how they have the uh, uh, cameo from Zakaev and whatnot. Modern Warfare 2 could do this, but then maybe an ending cutscene or ending mm-hmm. an ending credit scene, David Mason comes in and it leads into like COD 2023. It takes place in like the same era as Modern Warfare 2. So they can do an MCU style setup for like these big crossovers uh, well, in, in a I, couple of games coming up. That probably doesn't even have to be like a, a game. Like they could do like, oh, Black like Modern Warfare Two Season Three, Modern Warfare X Black Ops, and it's a whole bunch of thing. True, and you get yeah, and you get a well. bunch of Black Ops. So you, like you get some Black Ops operators, you get some Black Ops maps, and you just mash it all together. And, and I wasn't disappointed but, because Black Ops Cold War's campaign was something I was very hyped for, more hyped than I've ever been for any previous campaign since like what, what uh, that, yeah. Advanced Warfare maybe. I mean, last time I was excited about campaign was years, and this year I, I played campaign first. Well, I was able to because of the, the early release in New Zealand and whatnot, but uh, I was so excited for it. I wasn't disappointed. So I'm looking forward to what could be our last couple of years of campaign because I, I think in the next couple of years, you might see an end to this. I think Activision one day will say, we don't need to invest millions in campaigns and, and CGI. Just stick with multiplayer and Warzone and zombies, right? <laughs> they might just I, stop doing campaigns. I don't, 
I don't see it going, but I think I can see it getting shorter. And it's already <laughs> short. I think I can see it still getting shorter to the point what? where it's more like a, more like a two-hour movie almost. Special stories level uh, level sit there because a hours. mainly I, I think the reason they make it because obviously it doesn't hold player numbers. Yeah, it's like I a think, week of think, a fucking of gameplay. I think I think the reason they make them is because I think it's a great way to market a game. True. We got a full story it, mode you can get a, eight hours out of, plus yeah. side missions and intel you can grab. And well, all. Be, beyond that idea of saying there's a full story, I think the whole idea, it makes for good trailers. It does. Right? It does. But but now they found I a think, way to market their seasons with some great CGI as well. <laughs> as you've seen, they just, they've done great trailers with that alone. Honestly, I think the trailer for like Battlefield um, 2042, and I felt the same with BO4, to be honest, as well, with that game. Very weird. Trailers, I agree. The the trailers where you don't have any story to it, I think it's weird. I don't think it works. I, BO4, here's what's crazy. I love the Blackout and Zombies trailers, but the multiplayer trailer for BO4, with the way he was trying to tell the, the story of campaign, mm-hmm. it was like a special the stories approach. I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, wasn't vibing to it that much. And then special the stories, obviously, was clearly just what was left over of the scrap campaign. They just they reused those, those cinematics for these little tutorial features. And I was like, eh. It, it was weird. Battlefield's going with that approach this time again. Will they do it better? Who knows? But it's like you said, the Battlefield trailer was like a bit iffy, and people out there will give me shit for oh. this because I'm not because I'm a cod soy boy shill. <laughs> it's cool what they're going for with, with the approach to it, but it's just trying to one up Black Ops Four. Good luck if they could do it. Cool, Cause, cause but you know, personally, looking at games in general, not even just trout gods and just the gaming industry, I don't enjoy multiplayer trailers. Um, how much can you get I out of it? Campaign <laughs> and right. story most trailers. But I always find story trailers, you know, they're there to give you an idea of the game's setting, its story, what it's doing, and a bit of what it plays like. Right. M- multiplayer trailers, I always find, is just two minutes of footage that you're sitting watching this and just thinking, I know very well that How this to play is God. nothing. This is not... You look at it as well and you're just thinking, this is nothing like what it actually plays like. <laughs> You take, yeah, you, like, in the trailer, they came out with an annihilator. They're just shooting people standing still. They're just like, you know, yeah. ra- ra- you know, cinematically walking <laughs> but, throughout the maps. And, and it's like, yeah, realistically, you guys are camping in corners but, and yeah. sitting with snipers and shit. Yeah, for but sure. In the, blackout, in the Blackout trailer, there's an ATV driving about on the top floor of a construction site or something. I don't even think you can get an ATV up there. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there an elevator you can do that with? I swear you can get trucks up there and shit. We used to do that. In Blackout, okay, I think, construction site. Okay, maybe maybe you can't. But either way, they've gone out of their way to stage stuff that would never happen. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm going to purposely get an ATV up the top of construction site. I'm going to go hit the helicopter that's perfectly flying mm-hmm. above so that so I can hit them. And it's going to kill us both in the process. What a coincidence, yeah. Which, by but, the way, that shot was like, used in the Battlefield trailer. People were copy, were talking about the copy-paste of the and Blackout trailer. And all, all that... All that footage, like um, like the shot of the helicopter flying down low by the water alongside the boat shooting. Yeah, out. nobody does that. <laughs> no Never one does happens. that. Never happens. I, yeah, you couldn't even shoot. You couldn't even hit someone like that. That's right. Like, it's funny. Uh, what you could do is grapple on a helicopter while it's in the air. If you get if you get high enough, you can grapple onto them and then get attached to the chopper, blow it up. Yeah, there's cool stuff you could do. But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's like multiplayer trailers and trying to like, enact these uh, scenarios that aren't going to happen. Right, you could do you could do this stuff, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you could, but, but do you want to really? Do you want to waste your time doing stuff that doesn't mean anything? It's like, Let, yeah. l- let's be real. This is what they make it look like, but it's going to be some cunt camping in the corner. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> someone. It, 
Or, and here's the problem too, multiplayer reveals going forward, I promise you, it's not going to change. Every bit of the comments will be flooded with F you, skill-based matchmaking. That's all you're going to see. That's all it's going to be for a multiplayer trailer. You're not, it's not going to, uh, and here's the thing. Yeah, and we're not even going to go into the garbage with that. That's but a whole, it's a whole other topic. We, we talked about that before when you were on last time, but it's mm -hmm. one thing. It's like, do you genuinely believe they're ever going to address the existence of it? No. It's like, why waste your time arguing mm. about it? It's not, it's just not going anywhere. The whole thing with like, I, I, how does Warzone still not have an anti-cheat? Of course it has an anti-cheat. Maybe not a great one because the game's free to play. And people always get around it. They find ways to hack through it. Well, it has an anti-cheat. Of course it has one. You know what I mean? The game, the game has an anti-cheat and they're developing every day. But at the same time, for them to know what they need to be countering, they need... To be able to see these hacks right and with people building new hacks every day that's very hard and on it's... the SBMM front i don't get why people have so much of a problem playing against the people of their own skill level right Th that's one thing right though the thing is in spirit right and again not trying to go off too much of a rant here but in spirit the skill based matchmaking as a system make that much sense in this you know in the way that people are saying that it prevents them from playing the game it's unplayable it's like how do you drop a nuke then how do they how do they incorporate these features in multiplayer for you to drop a nuke for you to do this do that if there is a severe skill-based match being prevented you from doing it of course it's randomized you're gonna get lobbies that are sweaty some that aren't but genuinely the system that they have in place to put you against people at your skill level you may not like it but if you're not on board with it then Move on from COD. It's not going anywhere. Other games have adapted mm -hmm. it, and it's working. Activision adapted it, and it's working. You know, if Warzone was suffering, maybe they would say, yeah, let's really try to crack down some of these hackers, some of these things. Right now, they're just slowly, you know, riding the wave of the success, banning people every now and again. But it's like you mm -hmm. said, the game's free. People are always going to find a way around it. But it's it's cringe to see either multi-millionaires or full-time streamers saying, where's the anti-cheat? I can't believe it's been this long and it's not out. Where, what are all the band waves then? What is that? Mm -hmm. Is it just that, like, yeah. <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> there's no anti who are, who are they banning? It's like, of course there's one. It's just, it, it, it can't be the greatest because of the game being free to play. People are making new accounts every minute. They're finding new ways to hack. It, it's a never ending story. But and it's everyone's also. At, everyone's, at, everyone's acting like games like Fortnite don't have cheaters. Yeah, but, but dude, do. Cold War has cheaters today. In multiplayer, I don't know if I'm saying <laughs> this link, there's a new glitch in Cold War multiplayer to have five weapons. Like ultimate mule kick. That's I'm like, hard. who the fuck found that? And Cold War's not free to somehow play. Somehow you can get BO somehow you can get BO4 pucks as well. I don't even know how in a pair I was told that in BO4 right now, in blackout and multiplayer, there's people hacking with BO3 jetpacks. Because guess what? They're coded into the game with the blackout LTM. People have found a way to use them in regular multiplayer. So there's hackers everywhere. The game's not free to play. So mm -hmm. all that aside, uh it's interesting to see the people that are either that ignorant and uneducated about this. Or just that stupid. I, I I don't know which one it is. It's like, clearly there's an anti-cheat. It's not going to be the greatest, but <laughs> why do you have to think one doesn't exist? I just, I, crazy conversation to have, but regardless, mm -hmm. if you're having a miserable time in Warzone, all the hackers are getting to you, stop playing the game. Why are you, why are you, why are you forcing yourself to play it? <laughs> play more yeah. Rebirth. There's less, there's less hackers there. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't have to like it. Yeah, you don't have to like it. But quick, uh, quick last couple of topics here. First, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered multiplayer officially canceled for Black Ops 3. The mod that was in development for Black Ops 3 has been canceled. It was announced by the project manager, I should say. But I actually reported on this months ago when people that were part of this project, I would say, defected and came to me saying, without them, the project wasn't possible. When they left, the project's dead in the water. 
even though some of the project leads were in denial about this, the project wasn't possible without the people that had left. And now it's been confirmed that it is not going to be happening at all. The mod itself is not going to be moving forward. Uh, and I know the project manager, Gun of Truth, is kind of trying to say that there's a chance it'll happen if they get people to come on board and help. Uh, they could release what was finished. Not much was finished anyway, only a couple of maps. But essentially, without getting too logistic, uh, there was a limit on how much you can add to a mod in Black Ops 3. There's a way to break that limit, which they need to do to add Mono for 2 multiplayer, but only a few people out there know how to engineer that, and those people left the project. So it's just, it's not possible to make it work. And they don't want to have an to unfaithful honest, multiplayer either with less to, assets. Go ahead. To my knowledge as well, it wasn't even necessarily... I mean, they probably should have made this work first, but it wasn't necessarily even always a sure thing that it could be made to work. They were just hoping there was going to be some way. To my knowledge, I'm pretty sure either way, Steam Workshop has a file limit. Um, which I, I think, which I think they figured out how to break. I think, if I'm understanding correctly, somebody figured out how to break or engineer this and break this this <laughs> limit in Bo3 and Steam or whatnot. But either way, to be honest, if Steam has this limit on the file size. And even if you can somehow software engineer a way to break that, if they've got this limit, they're going to take it down. Maybe also, so. Waste of their time. Maybe so. Even also, even if you manage to break a limit that has been coded into the game, it has been coded that way for a reason, and it will be because it makes the game unstable. Right. So them trying to engineer past that in itself seems pointless because the entire game's engine has been built around this idea that this is the limit that it can handle. Yeah. I, I, I um, yeah. You can't fit a whole game into a mod. <laughs> yeah. And or, either, uh, yeah, either, a large chunk of a game into a whole mod, right? Even even if they managed to code the entire thing, it was going to be buggy the matchmaking system was going to be terrible. Yeah, because I, I still, to this day, are, was confused about that. I asked somebody about it who was working on it before, and they said something about I don't there being... I don't understand how matchmaking was going to work. There was supposed to be... Because uh, there's definitely... It wouldn't be something where you have to have friends on and make a private match. There's no way. They said there was literally going to be mm -hmm. progression and server hostings. I'm like, don't you have to pay for that? Or figure... And that's so, and that's all how, so much so complicated. In a BO3 mod, it's how also, do you... It, it's also... BO3 on PC, was it really going to hold popularity enough for that to be worth making? And then that's not even to, to say, oh yeah, maybe the real uh, Mono for 2 multiplayer could have came out at some point, then was it really worth doing all that? I mean, let me try to pull up some gameplay. I have some gameplay of it in my video from before. Uh, someone had shared some with me. I mean, it looked beautiful, but still, it, it, it's one of those things that on paper sounds very, very spicy, but when you try to execute it, it doesn't really work. <laughs> And there's so many more. There's so many more issues than not with this that I just didn't see this panning out well. Let me well, see if I have the timestamp uh, for this. I never saw a gang finished. Um, a lot of people start projects for Bo3 mods that don't pan out. Right, right. Um, I, w I wonder if Colt will ever do mod tools again. Um, my gut feeling says no. A good question is: Is that uh, even possible? Found some gameplay right here. Because Battle.net doesn't support it. I mean, either Battle.net would have to be updated to support it. But which, do they I mean, care? I guess it's at... To be <laughs> honest, if Activ I mean, it's at it's Activision's store, pretty much. So right. if they wanted... To if Activision wanted to put mod tools on card, then they'll have the people who make Battle.net 
build it for it. I think that's probably the easiest part of that job, to be honest with you. Um, it's just where the BO3s paid off enough for them. Right. And, and it's also like it's, custom zombies is so tricky because people forget that people out there port assets from other games and other and other IPs. That's an issue if those maps release publicly like on all consoles because then it, it, a lot of legality in it, right? It, it, you can't make a, a SpongeBob custom map and release it officially on Black Ops Cold War and call it a day. In spirit, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be cool, more content. But the legalities with this just wouldn't work. Activision had to get permission to use SpongeBob assets. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why even if custom zombies came to console, you know how limited it would be because of all the issues mm-hmm. with Sony, Microsoft, all of these, all these publishers have to come together and solve these issues and uh, mm-hmm. have allowances to, to get stuff done like that. It, I just, I just don't see it. I just wouldn't have seen that working at all. Well, cause that's what, there's going to be complications with it. So say, right. Um, what if someone makes a mod that puts a character from Halo, something like that, just pulling out an example. Yeah, Xbox exclusive. Right, right. And X, and they put that onto PlayStation. Right. Xbox, they're not going to be happy. Right, it's, it's exactly what I'm saying. So it's like, that's even a better example than what I was saying with the SpongeBob. That's a better example because that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the future custom zombies to me is not bright. I, I, I BO3 is not going to last forever. So people that are into that kind of shit, that's, I don't think that's going to last forever. Unless Battle.net pulls a, a 180 and says, yeah, we're going to start doing custom support for just PC zombies, then it's cool. But I, I just don't see uh, I just don't see that happening. I, I don't I don't see the future of that being too bright. World at War lasted a while. BO3's lasted a while. But unless we go back to Steam or unless some crazy magical support mm-hmm. comes to Battle.net, then I, I don't I don't see custom zombies mm-hmm. lasting like that, unfortunately. But yeah, it, it would be a perfect world. Imagine a zombies-only game with its own campaign, an outbreak mode, round-based maps, Easter eggs, a story, mm-hmm. CGI, and then custom support. Infinite replayability. Infinite. But Activision seems to look mm-hmm. at zombies as that big right now. They don't seem to look at that as like its own entity. It's still a side mode with LTMs in itself. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, they just haven't put into zombies, I think, what they've needed to. Like, what happened to the modes? Like, we got cranked. We got cranked too. We got cranked again. <laughs> why did we get cranked too? Could they really have not thought of a second game mode? Grief, I man. Grief needs to happen at some point. That's such a such a needed the, such needed mode. Grief, grief turned. I still think gun game. I mean, they did it in onslaught, but I think gun game and normal zombies would be sick. I think their way of doing zombies LTMs is just through onslaught. But then it's like, all right, fuck Xbox and PC. Then they don't get to play it till November. <laughs> it's, like, all right. it's like whatever they have to wait. And and in November, how will this work? Right? Will they just drop everything for them, or or will they? drip feed them as well on slot ltms yeah. and, and oh, yeah. maps like what what how does that work so the, like, does that confirm a year two for team. for cold war I, I don't know i don't know because i mean uh, mo- i mean model it's mo- it's modern warfare currently just cycling out ltm no. cycling out i believe they just dropped everything at once on xbox and just said fuck it and they never they never touched it again if i'm not mistaken i mean oh. not in terms of survival but in terms of the game in general oh right now it's all like multiplayer it. i think but so is it, is it that's that's like a topic I actually have written down sucks. here. Nanako's leaked Sorry. new playlist coming to Modern Warfare this summer. Fan favorite throwbacks to like the remakes they brought out. Uh, uh, some of the fan favorite maps they were new. They're making they're making new playlists for Modern Warfare this summer. So I'm wondering if that's going to tie into games of summer. Will games of summer not just be for Cold War and Warzone, but also Modern Warfare? Um, or is Modern Warfare getting a proper season seven? I mean, there's a topic right there because recently, did you see the maps that dropped recently again? Air base and drainage. I, How weird was that? Yeah, because. Because they were leaked, weren't they? And people thought they were going to be a season seven 
and then that those were leaked with soap and, and the two weapons and, and yeah and then they were taken away and then they came back yep and then they came back and apparently you couldn't find the maps and the maps either but then they ended up fixing it all together but then it's still what a weird how weird of a drop is that no marketing no announcement no mm -hmm. hey guys a lot one last hurrah they just drop them in i mean isn't that just so soulless like, like i don't know i just don't like I, it's you at know, that point if you if you're not going to put the effort in properly then you might as well just save the content for more right. Warfare 2 right because you would you would think that's content for like one last season seven, like if cold war's dry or warzone's like getting an update one last little you know juicer for modern warfare or a little map pack before modern warfare 2 comes out or a bonus before war vanguard comes out but no it was just like all right here <laughs> go, go have at it and, and, and I just, I don't like that approach at all. And every time they do that, it never works. The, the maps are broken. They remove them. It's like, what the fuck is going on in Infinity Ward? I don't get it. I really don't get it. Because you should probably have, we have a lot of people who liked Modern Warfare in the year, but aren't playing it anymore because there's no new content. Who right. would go back for What it? about the 3,000 COD point bundle? How do you feel about that? Did you, in Modern Warfare, oh, randomly, that, the other day, for 3,000 COD you points. get everything. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's something else. We'll get to that. But a bundle for, who is this? Is this Park? No, I'm sorry. This is the wrong bundle. I have the wrong bundle up. Uh, the bundle was this. Tracer Pack Rainbow Sparkles. 3,000 COD points. As to my knowledge, the most expensive bundle in Call of Duty history. $30. It comes with character, some tracers, and then some animated shit. 3,000 COD points. If this sold well, I hope it didn't. If it sold well, you will see this also in Cold War. You will see bundles this expensive. Why would, why would people spend half the price of the game on a bundle? I, I, why? 20 is already pushing it. I'm like, wow, but 30? And that's American, so 20, by the way. For, for other currencies, that's more. For Canadian, it's like 45 bucks or more. 20 for one is already excessive. That's excessive. The fact that you pay, the fact that you pay a third of the game's cost to get a gun skin. That you're not going to use probably that, that for that long. At least if you're a content creator, it's a tax write-off. Yeah. Cool. But even this, 30 bucks for this? And out of nowhere, too, zero mention of this. No marketing. It's like, oh, yeah, here's a random bundle in Modern Warfare for you. Here's some mm -hmm. random maps. I'm like, so Season 7, for anybody confused, is releasing in a bit of a different way. All that's left is the two guns and soap, which soap, I think, is fairly going to be bundled with Modern Warfare 3 Remastered, the campaign, like Ghost was last year with Modern Warfare 2. But if not, then I don't know what's up with that. The guns, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just dropped randomly overnight in a random patch. Wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> but this bundle here, I'm like, what was this experiment? Like, you mm -hmm. mentioned the mother of all bombs. A $100 bundle, which I don't think is ever going to release, exists. And I thought it would come with maybe all six battle pass, all six battle passes and the content in them. Or maybe a, a couple battle passes and a couple of popular bundles. All it was, from my understanding, was, well, remember, it was a season one battle pass. And a couple of extra things that you get instantly upon buying. It wasn't anything special. It never released, though. So I'm like, there was an experiment at one point, I guess, for them to try releasing battle passes after they've expired again, but then charge you 100 I'm like, that's... I'm, like I said, Sketch. we need some Black Ops 3-level crypto key systems to make these bundles make sense at some point where you can earn them for free. Because right now, there's no way to earn any of this for free. It's all, it's all, all through mm -hmm. COD points. Very weird. Um... Last, oh, go ahead first. I could, before I, I, I could definitely see them bringing in something at some point where you can get that content from old, old battle passes. Uh, Activision have never really been one to waste stuff, right? 
uh, if I'm not mistaken, in Black Ops 4, didn't the stuff from old seasons then go into reserves? Correct. I believe that's correct. Most of it. I don't know if all of it did, but most of it I did. I think so. Which is fair. That's I really fair. That's fair. Yeah. And I think they could, they'll probably do something like that where they start... I don't know if they do like a big whole season bundle thing uh, or if they like distribute it into different bundles. Uh, but I think... Because you know, Halo it. confirmed that you'll be able to have all the battle passes at once. So they're never going to expire. You can always do them. So that's probably going to be competition for Activision to say, all right, let's 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 change our battle pass approach a bit think, and bring them back. I think I like the idea that you could, once you buy a battle pass, you keep that battle pass until you finish it. But you can only have one active at a time. Fair. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Because instead of buying it, so, getting so to your 98, and then your your grandma dies, you got to leave the house for a couple, for a couple <laughs> days, and you miss, you miss the end of the fucking season. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's... Yeah. That's like instead yeah instead this idea that when a season comes to an end you can buy the new battle pass and you still got that old one but if you choose to activate season two season one starts progressing right right and that idea that's totally I, I, think, I think that's totally cool yeah I think that'd be cool and I think then off of that you could then have bigger battle passes um, where maybe you don't get something every single tier. Um, and they do take longer to grind out. Which, which was, that's, black, that's Blackout's approach. Blackout had filler in between the actual tiers with like XP or reserves or some other horseshit, but that they did have some stuff in between actual content. I like the idea that finishing a battle pass by the end of a season in itself would be a, an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. It like, was, yeah. Like, Instead of it being something like basically everyone does, if it was actually hard to finish a battle pass for right. the season, well, and it just takes time. Like going for Dark Ether, yeah, you know, got that shit done in like you know a couple of days, but you know by mistake, pretty and, much. Not even trying you, to rush. And if you don't fit, yeah, if you don't finish it, then it's something you come back to at a later point. Right, right. I think that would be cool because it's, it's almost like forcing you to just play COD. It's like if you have a real life, you know, outside of the mm -hmm. game. And you only have time for COD, then yeah, you have time to finish your battle pass. But if you have a real life outside of the COD, and then you want to play other games, like it's kind of forcing you mm -hmm. to not play other games to finish your damn battle yeah. passes or or whatnot. It's kind of like that that weird that weird uh, what should I say that weird leverage, so to speak, of like yeah, mm -hmm. you want to finish your battle pass, you can't really uh, can't really play other games right now. You know, no time for that. Yeah, if you, it, I remember back in the era when battle passes were first becoming a thing, when Fortnite was big, Black Ops Four was doing it, Apex was just become a thing. Right. It kind of became like if you were playing multiple games, you weren't finishing anything. <laughs> then, just, yeah. Then, well, either that or your life was just battle passes yeah. and tears. It's like you're not going on dates. You're not. You're not working your full time job. I mean, and if you were doing all that, you weren't your sleeping. Your full time job is battle. Yeah. Your full time job is battle passes. Yeah, or you spend all your, your weekly checks on battle passes all across the board and fucking <laughs> microtransactions. But last topic, real quickly: Activision lawsuit, crazy, crazy, crazy finale to the Booker T suit. They started during Black Ops Four. He sued Activision, claiming that they used his likeliness as profit in Black Ops Four. But the yeah, I think Activision had had ruled that hey, you didn't Booker T didn't invent a scowling look on an angry man. So <laughs> I find that funny because I'm like, well, look at the similarities here. We'll pull it up here. And who knows what actually happened. Let's see. Booker T. Nah, that's not the same guy. That's just not him. I, I just think it was a massive coincidence. And he some, somehow someone persuaded him to take this opportunity to sue. But it's like the question is, can you there ever really win against Active? Will you ever beat them? 
or where they just sign you a check Damn. and say, yeah, you'll lose, but you'll still win a check. Like, I, I don't like, can you ever win? There, there is the tiniest mild similarity. Right. It's not, it's not anything crazy. I mean, it's it, even, even the character that Booker T was playing on the left, isn't it? Wasn't he called GI bro? Isn't that, isn't that already kind of taking GI Joe a little bit and putting a spin on that, like a bit yeah. of a parody. So uh, what the fuck does it matter? A prophet looks like GI bro. <laughs> if that's taking G.I. Joe, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like, either way, I mean, I'm, I'm not defending corporations here and saying that it's okay to plagiarize or I'm not saying that at all. But um, it's it was one of those things where I'm like, really, there's not really any basis mm -hmm. to this. I couldn't really see this winning in his mm -hmm. favor. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's over with. Took two years, but got the answer that I expected. What what bug? It boggles my mind that this is still going on. To be honest, I I, I remembered it happened, but I kind of just assumed it was over. Or I assumed somebody oh. signed a check and said "fuck it." But no, the court system is a, is a mess in in the U.S. At least things take no. too long to solve, and it's like really, like the priorities aren't straight with with some dumb things, right? Just get some of this crap out the way and focus on some bigger things. But this took two years. Uh, it's mad. The, the guy still cares at this point. Right, right. And the art, the headlines for some of these articles are funny. Like, oh yeah, Activision. You know, headlocks Booker T wins like WWE style against uh... the other thing I want to bring up though is the Mara lawsuit, which isn't resolved yet. This is February 3rd of 2021. Activision Blizzard was sued over okay. the female Call of Duty character of Mara because, and this one's actually a bit crazier than the Booker T one. So apparently, Mara was hired to play a character in a film. The film got pitched to studios. And the character looks relatively like Mara, but you can argue, oh, well, you know, it's just her likeliness. You know, what do you expect? It's like Samuel Jackson and his likeliness across different movies. You know, same kind of character, right? But apparently the mm -hmm. same photographer was hired to replicate this character into Modern Warfare using the same hairpin and the same blah, blah, blah to exactly replicate this. And apparently NDAs were signed mm -hmm. to conceal the copyright infringement was done with this. That's a bit of a different story than the Booker mm. T situation. That's some serious shit here that might go pretty far. So I wanted to go over this because that's very interesting that two of the same kind of cases happened in like a span of two years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kay Janice looks like Mara from Modern Warfare. That's big news though. I think the biggest part about this is that NDAs are apparently signed to conceal this infringement. That's illegal. So that will be dealt with. True. Then, well, because that's what if you've had people sign NDAs, then that means you are knowingly doing it, right? And apparently, hire the same that's photographer to replicate that character where you're not supposed to. So, the photographer himself mm -hmm. took a job that he wasn't supposed to do, used the same hairpin, mm -hmm. apparently. I'm like, that, 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 that's crazy to me. So, anyway, you know, two lawsuits one ended in a expected mm -hmm. state, the other one is like. Wow, that that one could end up differently. So I'm, I'm very interested in how that's going to happen. That one will probably that one if there's NDAs involved, then it's probably even more complicated, and we'll probably go on even longer. Yeah, Modern Warfare Three um, will come out in like 2027 or whatever the fuck, and we'll end up seeing. What, what year would that be? Actually, no, it would be 2026. Yeah, no, 2025. 2025. 2025. Because yeah. Sledgehammer. Wait. Yeah, because it'll be Trek 2023, Sledgehammer, then Modern Warfare Three in 2025. Okay. So, <laughs> interesting, interesting cases there. I want to go over real quickly in case anybody didn't know about mm -hmm. some Activision Blizzard drama. But, hey, really appreciate you filling in for Vajrati today, man. You're on. You're welcome anytime on the show. We're about to hit season two of Bombcast after episode 15. We're going to change up the format a little bit. And we'll have to have you on again, man. We have, we have, we have a bigger guest planned as well. 
um, that we would hope to uh, have you on with as well. You know, have a, you know, maybe a three-way, four-way mm-hmm. conversation, upcoming podcast. So that'd be fun to have. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy conversation. Yeah. We went over a lot. We went over almost three hours, man. Fuck. Went over so many topics. Also making up for last week when yeah, I wasn't able no. to do the stream because of uh, weather and whatnot. But yeah, really appreciate you taking your time. I know anybody out there wondering why he's talking a bit lower or whispering, he does, <laughs> it is late where he's at. So I appreciate you staying on this late. It's what, like midnight yeah, for you? Yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, yeah, I've got roommates on the other right. side of this wall who can probably hear me. Right. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you staying on this long, man. Lots of topics to go over. We talked about machine, quite a bit. Good friend, friendly machine in chat. Oh, is he? Oh, friendly machine. I'm drunk. Well, just caught the end of the podcast. Appreciate you stopping <laughs> on for a minute. Uh, drink some water. Stay hydrated, man. Hope you don't feel like shit in the morning. But hey, friendly machine, we got we to gotta catch up again soon. <laughs> He's like, he comes in, I'm night. drunk. That's funny, dude. And maybe friendly machine will come on. Make it on. Yeah, maybe Front of the Machine will come out as a guest one day. We'll talk about uh, his 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 love for Fortnite, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or his transition from Fortnite to something else in the future. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, chat, season four reloaded right around the corner, probably about mm-hmm. a, about two weeks away from now. We'll be playing Modern Toten, apparently, along with the other content that is planned. And I do a video dropping tonight, unless something goes wrong. I should have a video dropping tonight with my brand new intro that I'm excited to share with all you guys at the beginning of my videos. And as usual, we'll see you with another episode of Bombcast next Friday. Any last words? Mr. Sam, want to plug in your direct real quick? You have a lot of articles you write lately. Want to plug in yeah, your, uh, your work? Um, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm a writer for MCU Direct, Star Wars Direct, Goats, uh, Direct.com. Yeah, if you if you want to see the site, um, I write for them and do a lot of art. I'm some sometimes a YouTuber, um, <laughs> Scorpiolo. Um, if you want to check that. out. Yeah, I, d- I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I'm sometimes a YouTuber. You get some TikToks as well. You know, the thing um, is, though, you actually, you, you went on a route that yes, I, I still right. want to go one day. and I, I love writing, so I would love to get into something one day mm-hmm. where I either write articles or I, I mm-hmm. want to write, a, I told you I want to write a book one day in the foreseeable future, the next couple of years. I want to write a book about content creation. There's still a new, content's still mm-hmm. a new thing for our generation. So I think if, if somebody writes a book about how it works, not that mm-hmm. I'm an expert, or I'm some like, genius or I'm some fucking God that has a million subs. No, but the experience alone is something worth writing about. It's worth talking mm-hmm. about. I love, I would love to change people's lives and talk about it one day or teach older generations how it goes down in, you know, mm-hmm. you know, writing form. So yeah. Anyway, though, the direct, holy think, shit, dude. I think that idea is, is saying that, I think that it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, most of the people writing books are older and stuff, so you won't get that young perspective. In right, the, in right. And sometimes you want that young perspective. Even, and, cool and of course, people are going to probably look at that and say, oh, you think you're the best? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm far from it. But I, I definitely think the experience of doing it full time is something so new for our generation mm-hmm. that nobody really talks about. So that would be something mm-hmm. worth, you know, dabbing into. But yeah, the director right here, you wrote some you wrote some great articles here, some juicy <laughs> MCU info. Do you, do you do DC as well or just Marvel for now on the direct? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, do yeah, you do both um, or, just, or just one? Here's you right here. Found it. Oh, you do DC, never mind. I do Marvel. I do Mar- if, if you go down to, there's an about us bit somewhere. If you go there, you'll find my name. That's everything I've written. Um, yeah, I do Marvel, DC, Star Wars, PS5, that is and Xbox. so sick. Uh, where's the about? And it I is, do oh, about some- us. I think I just. I'll see if I can find. You should the site be. Got, where uh, you at? Restructured a bit. Are they restructured. The oh, I found got... you, Sam Hargrave. Look at that MCU, yeah, DC, they, Star Wars, they're... Xbox, PlayStation, writer and content. Look at that resume, dude. Holy shit, writer and content. Look how sick that looks. God bless Sam. <laughs> Friendly Machine. We all love you. All the homies love Friendly Machine, bro. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. We'll get you on soon. 
uh, yeah, congrats on this, man. This is just an avenue of success that's one day I hope to dip my feet into. I love writing, and I think you've done a fucking great job with... Because, I mean, first of all, you have to know what you're talking about. I always laugh when, like, these big journalists hire people that don't know what the hell the game is or the movie is, and they're, like, they're writing things that are just... You could tell it's, like, very vague. You actually know this material, the source material, so it's fun for you to probably talk about these things. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite lucky that I got... I mean, because, yeah, I always want to do writing as well, yeah. uh, but I never did. I'm doing a computing degree as well for some reason. Um, but, <laughs> you get the best yeah. of both worlds in the computing, writing, fuck um, it, man. Do it all. Do it all. Yeah. yeah I'm, it's a really fun um, It's a really fun way to do something different, interesting. Yeah. I'm lucky that I got in with some, a site that was just getting started. Yes. The time I joined like it. It's only been going for a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's a really great team. It's a really great team of guys. Uh, everyone's really close, and it's a right. fun team to work with. It's actually funny because before you got hired with them, I was actually following them because they, I think they had some of the best up to date information with tweets and like you know, I was always following them before you know other sites. Anyway, I'm like, wow, it worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Then direct picks you up. I'm like, perfect, dude. And you get some special benefits along the way. You get to you know yeah, I, get some early reviews in, in there. I, I, it's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I was hired for um, I was hired for doing the gaming stuff, but that um, got it, got it. That 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 yeah, that 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 changed in about right. February and stuff. He and told me like, hey, bro, I used to work with Marvel Hub too, I so uh, I have some MCU experience. <laughs> yeah, so you could tell. Yeah, them. yeah, I I, did, I actually did. I think that I think that was on my CV actually. I think I mentioned that. In my yeah. Oh man, <laughs> for sure. No, seriously. I mean, the, I think the summer too. I mean, the summer real quickly before uh, we end this. I am looking for, you know, new ways to expand the brand, expand, expand that. And I think one of the next steps is looking for a new purpose with Marvel Hub as well. Because I haven't forgot about the channel. But with how busy gaming's been, real life, responsibilities, it, it has been something where it's like, all right, it's like content or <laughs> real life. Not that I have to choose, you know, one over the, mm-hmm. one over the other necessarily. But it's like, do I want to sleep? Do I want to keep my main channel as strong as possible or sacrifice quality of the main channel to do Marvel Hub? It's, it, it's, a, t- it's a tough thing to, to handle. So I'm also looking for new avenues and, you know making everything work which we'll, I, th- I think we'll figure out really soon so so what he's saying is we are officially announcing the launch of dk coin yeah, the, soon. yeah dk coin everyone's gonna invest i'm gonna pull out on day one make 40 grand risk it all get fucking blacklisted everywhere and just and run away with my money man straight scamming hashtag dk coin coming soon chat don't, don't you worry you will not be scammed trust me it, it will it will go it will go to a nice cause, bro. There you go, right in my fucking my ass. <laughs> you won't you you won't be scammed. Winky face, winky face. You won't yeah, winky face emoji. You won't be scammed. Don't you worry. And, and whenever when everybody loses, say yeah, that's the way it works, man. That's that, that's the nature of the game. You win some, you lose some, right? Oh my god, holy shit! But it's been a great episode. Thank you again for tuning life, in. Life. Oh what? Or you say something? something? Life lessons don't get life lessons don't let yourself get played. Yeah, don't let yourself get played. Yeah, <laughs> sucks to suck. Literal, uh, literal life lesson there. Do your due diligence and don't, don't trust these these uh, these these complicators <laughs> out there with these fucking these cap ass coins out there with crypto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great episode though, mm-hmm. as usual. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. episode, episode fifteen will be the finale of season one. We'll be changing the format and like the layout and thumbnail style for it going forward. After that. Uh, I think 15 episodes per season, I think, makes sense. It kind of lines up with uh, the fact there are only about 13 weeks per season anyway, so kind of makes sense. But yeah, if you guys missed this, you can watch it on the public Bombcast playlist or in any major audio platform of your choice, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and a bunch of others you've probably never heard of. But that is about wraps things up. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one. See you in a video tonight.